Dragon 2 against the Dragon Lords by Amorous, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Rux. And tonight we are going to be playing this 1984 Dragon Arts Dragons of Despair. I have converted it to the Advanced Fit Edition. And we have four amazing players. Talk pod show, talk show podcast, which doesn't end too long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm really excited to be playing. I love playing Level Up. My character, I've got an image uh, just down the side there. Uh, I'm going to be playing Constance, who is uh, an aspiring knight of Salamnia. Uh, she is human, uh, imperial, martial. I've not played the martial class before. So if I get it wrong, please uh, let me know in the comments and tell me what I should be doing. <laughs> okay. And Dare, could you introduce yourself and your character, please? Hey, I'm Dare, the resident American today. Yes, uh, the one yeah. in the room <laughs> uh, I am very excited to be here. If you've seen stuff like Transplanar RPG and all trans D and D actual play podcast, uh, I'm on there. Uh, I'm one of the regular cast members. Um, but yeah, I'm a trans writer, poet, a million other things. But today I am playing Royce, who is not going to be a problem at all, and is a rogue who's done <laughs> nothing wrong ever, I promise you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay, Jack, would you like to go next? Yes. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Jack. Um, I have done a bit of work with um, Ian before. I've done a bit of content for those guys, and I also had the pleasure of taking part in a one-shot um, stream that we did for the uh, Ace role-playing game, which was really good fun. Uh, in my daytime, uh, when I'm employed, I am an actor, which means that I do silly voices for a job. So this is basically <laughs> a shoe in for me, really. Um, I will be playing um, Yanis, um, or Jan for short, of your friends, which according to him, almost everybody is. So uh, he is a totally scrupulous and um, very well-mannered and uh, polite and um, not at all concerning individual who uh, is, is an honest and true representation of uh, Mishkal, the, the, the blue lady, who is one of the gods of the setting. And finally, finally, we have Virginia. Hi, I'm V. Um, I've been here before I got to uh, GM a game of um, the Ace system here on mm. EM World, and I do too many things in tabletop RPG stuff. Um, but today I'm playing Magia, um, a Minotaur, Mariner, Sorcerer, um, who is the twin sister of Yanis. Um, and it, it's going to be, I haven't played a sorcerer in such a long time, and I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So for those who are familiar with the original Dragonlance story, either this module or the Dragonlance novels in the 1980s, there will be some changes. Don't expect it to be exactly the same. For various reasons, we've made a few changes. Um, also, for those who are not familiar with the Dragonlance world, I just want to go through a couple of very, very brief setting points just to set the scene. So the world is kind of a post-apocalyptic world. 300 years ago, a uh, fiery mountain smashed into the world and uh, kind of uh, rebooted civilization, which has now, you know, rebuilt itself into new countries and new places. Um, since that event 300 years ago, there have been no gods. So no one in the world has seen clerical magic um, genuine clerics or healing magic of any kind. Also, nobody has ever seen a dragon. 
dragons are supposedly children's stories. Maybe they existed like 3,000 years ago. Maybe they didn't. Some people think they did. Some people think it's fairy tales. But nobody has ever seen a dragon. And I think probably that's enough just to get you going. And they're the two big sort of setting conceits. And with that, I think we can jump right in. So um, we are outside of a small village called Solis. It's a, it's a tree village. Uh, all, of the, all of the buildings are up in the trees, wooden buildings up in the trees. They're big tree houses. Um, these trees are massive, massive trees. They're, like, they're called Valinwood trees. If you think of those, um, what are the trees in um, uh, California, Redwoods? They're like that. They're massive, massive trees. So entire houses quite happily sit up in the branches. You're about, or oh, let's say, four or five miles out of town. Now, there's a crossroads about four or five miles out of town. And uh, two groups are coming down this crossroads. One group is Constance, which is uh, Jessica's character, a tall, knightly figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, Constance is accompanied by Royce, a, a, a tiefling rogue, coming down one branch of the crossroads. At the same time, coming down another branch of the crossroads, we have Yanis, who is a... Kenda, I'm sure people know what a Kenda is, but if not, they're going to find out. Uh, a Kenda dressed in clerical robes. Now, of course, clerics generally, uh, people don't believe in divine magic. So, generally, clerics are kind of chances, they're kind of uh, charlatans. It's all trickery, it's all fakery. We'll see. Um, Yanis is accompanied by Magia, a minotaur who has a, uh, a big staff. Uh, a claw holding a, a, an orb, and you meet at the center of this crossroads all at the same time. Does anybody say anything? Well, when we get to about tw- 20 feet away, I'll go, Royce, it's, it's Royce. Oh, I'll sort of elbow Magia in the knitwear, in the sh- in the thigh, because that's about <laughs> how far I have Royce, it's Royce. What? Huh? And Magia will just call out the really loud voice, and she's a tall, imposing figure, just shouts mm. out with her hands around her mouth, Rice! Rice! Rice, it's us! I, I can uh, see I can see you. Yeah, hey. Friends of yours, I Magia. presume? Who Jumping isn't a friend of mine? <laughs> yeah, we, we did some running around uh, a little bit ago, but uh, you know me, I always make new friends. I'll, I'll introduce you, come on. Okay. So, uh, hi. How have you two been doing, by the way? <clears throat> well, when did we? When did when did we? When did, when did we last see? When, when was that, Magia? When did we last see? Oh, was it before or after the rock's nest? The the the, the, the giant, the eggs. Was that? Was I that think right? that was before. I think I think it was before. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because I had that. Yes, I had that big thing stuck in my shoulder. Yes, you're right. Did I have oh. a thing stuck in my shoulder when we last saw you, Royce? Was that? Was that? It's sort of like a claw. Not really a claw. And there was all this black goop coming out. Was that? No, 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 no. That that wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that one. No goop. No black goop. Okay, right. I can't. Come on. We can. We can make this up. We can make this up. Fire. Fire. Kind of, that was me. Not really. Um, not really noticed Constance in this point. And, yeah. I'll step forward and go, um, well, I'm pleasure to meet you. Any friend of Royce is a friend of mine. My name is Constance, uh, at your service. At your service. She said she's not at our service. So you notice Constance is wearing a breastplate, which is emblazoned with the symbol of the Knights of Salamia. Now, you'll know what the Knights of Salamia are. They're a sort of uh, order of knights, big on the code and the measure. Their, uh, their motto is, my honour is my life. That will pretty much tell you most of what you need to know about Constance. 
Um, the Knights of Slamnia are not well regarded because most of Kryn blames them for not saving them from the Cataclysm 300 years ago. A somewhat unfair situation to be in, but that is how it is. And Magia, entirely unsubtly, because she's so much taller than Yanis, <laughs> or like, as if she's whispering back, but it's not really working yeah. out, I think she's one of those knights. And like, well, nudges you, but she's kind of more like brushing the top of your hair, like your yeah. hair with her elbow. Yeah. Um, so I'm yes. gonna... Sorry, you go ahead. I'll, I'll step forward and kind of, I'm sort of looking at the, the breastplate and then I'll just, not in an inappropriate area, but just like knock on it, like, is that? Is this, is this real? Uh, yes. I think that's uh, real. <laughs> uh, and I'll just kind of brush your hand off slightly. But yes. Uh, so uh, it was my my father's. He was a knight before me also. Does Does he know you've got it? Um. Well, he he left it to me when he died. So I presume in some way he knows. Oh. Ah. Right. There's the whole. Yeah. So so it's an it's an uh, heirloom. Heirloom. Sorry. Properties a little bit uh, sort of loose yes. where we're from. So. And I'm terribly sorry, I didn't uh, catch your name, Royce. You didn't introduce us. Yeah, uh, we, we kind of got stuck in the, the talking cycle. So uh, this is Giannis, uh, my resident cleric friend. And this is Magia, my resident large minotaur friend. <laughs> I Which see. wins? Sorry? I mean, you can see the resemblance, right? And eyes. Constance looks from the, the, the short, you know, Kenda to the uh, yeah. minotaur. The sight is quite striking. Like uh, the the monitor's what seven feet tall, yeah, and the Kenda's three feet tall, standing next to each other. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a few minutes older technically. Oh, you always have to bring. So that I guess up. that makes what right. Technically, technically, I'm the big brother. All right. I mean, and yeah. Well, I'm taller than you, so. And Constance looks oh. quite confused, but she's confused a lot because she has a seven in intelligence. So she looks <laughs> to Royce. Uh, kind of for an explanation. Oh, yeah, they're twins. Um, but yeah, hey guys, this is Constance. Uh, she's my oldest friend. Um, pretty much the reason why I stay out of trouble as much as I do. Well, I I do my best, but trouble does seem to find you. Royce is a very dear friend of mine, and any friends of hers that she values, I will trust her integrity and belief in you also. How, how did you... Forgive me, sorry. I, I, I have an eclectic group of friends myself, but you... Two rather are, well, chalk and cheese or chalk and seawater salt. You're very, very different. How did you actually come together? Well, perhaps along the road we can uh, tell our tale, Royce. Uh, are, are you also going to, to town here? Yeah, I think so. Wait, aren't we? Yeah, so the plan was to meet at the Inn of the Last Home, which is a, an inn which is fairly famous. It's known all across Abenazinia, which is the region you're in. Um, so the plan was essentially to meet there. The fact that you met at the crossroads beforehand is just uh, so indignity. Right. Oh. Yes, nothing like a good story to mile away the uh, the many miles to the town. Let's uh, let's get started, and then I'll basically the smallest member of the group will just walk, start walking up down towards the <laughs> So is... very well. <laughs> so it's, it's dusk. It's uh, the sun is starting to set, and you're starting to see the moons coming up in the sky. Uh, Quinn has three moons, a, a black one, a red one, and a white one, although only those of the black-robed mages can see the black one. So you can see two moons in the sky, a red and a white moon, just starting to come up and start to cast their glow on the ground as you move towards Solace, which is well, a couple of miles away. Um, as you do so, you hear the 
clippity-clop, clippity-clop of hooves behind you. And this sort of clank, maybe of armour or something. Magia has a moment where she's like walking and then stops like, that's not, that's not me, is it? That's, and like takes a few more steps and then turns around <laughs> to look behind her. Coming over the crest behind you, you see a, a short sort of round pony. And on that pony is sitting what must be a hobgoblin. stressed in armour. Um, armour you don't recognise, with sigils on it that you don't re- recognise. It's wearing a sword. And it's coming towards you. The, the, the pony is kind of waddling its way towards you. And he peers through the gloom at you. And behind him, over the hill, you see a small squadron of goblins. There's four of them walking in two lines as they march along behind him. They stop, I think, probably about 40 or 50 yards away from you and peer through the gloom at you. Actually, it will tap Constance on the shoulder and just lean down. Is this this some of your lot? I don't look like your lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I turn and look, and I'm like, they are not of my order. Let's uh, keep our wits about us, maybe. And I'll just, yeah. <laughs> Who you see depicted him. Mm-hmm. Um, a handsome fellow um, sits atop his pony and looks at you all and says, mm, Search them! Search them for that blue crystal pendant! Find it and bring it to me! And he turns around, and the pony starts to waddle back off over the hill while the four goblins start to move towards you, drawing their short swords, I, intent on searching you. I will step forward, and I have a battle axe with me, because that's the type of person Constance is. And she will step forward, and I'll say, Sir, we have no quarrel with you. You may carry on your way, in an the... attempt at intimidation or authority. <laughs> I do do that. The four goblins are kind of splitting up, so they're kind of starting to encircle you. Um, you can make an intimidation check. Yeah, you can make a strength intimidation or a charisma intimidation, whichever you prefer. I'll just strength one because I'm standing there with my battle axe, trying yeah. to be, trying nice. to be, uh, trying to be that. Uh, so that is seventeen. I got. So I'm pretty intimidating, Russ. <laughs> so the uh, the hobgoblin aboard the pony looks at you. It looks like he was possibly about to stop and sort of survey the battle, but he realizes that. This might not go his way. So he sticks his spurs. Is that right? You didn't stick spurs into a pony? I don't know how to ride horses. He sticks his spurs into the pony. Mm -hmm. He does whatever it it is people on horses do to the pony. And the pony trots off a slightly faster waddle (laughs) down the hill. Not much faster, to be honest. While the the goblins kind of look at each other nervously. They don't back away. They're too scared of, of their orders. And they have got their swords out. So they glance at each other nervously and start to edge towards you. I'm going to give them all disadvantage on their first attacks because of because of their nervousness, their fear of this massive knight with a great big battle axe standing there in gleaming ceramic armour. Yes. Shall we roll some initiative? Yes. So oh, no. normally in uh, Level Up Advanced 5th Edition, initiative can be anything. It can be any ability check. It could be any skill check. Um, today, we're just going to go with the usual sort of standard dexterity check, but it could be something else. Okay, I got Ooh, a 15. Loud. I got a 7. You're doing great. <laughs> it it turns out being a 7-foot-tall <laughs> minotaur is not good for being agile. <laughs> <laughs> the goblins are on 17. I got I, a 21. 
Hey. Oh, wow. There we go. There we go. Uh, I got an 18. Ooh, fast. Wow, that's a pretty dexterous party. All right, I'll put the initiatives on the screen so that we and the people watching can see what's going on. Um, so here we go. Okay. So, first of all, we have, I believe, Royce at 21. Uh, Royce, the goblins are probably 15 feet away from you now. They're kind of in a square formation around the forum. I think I'm going to go towards the one who was closest to me. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to use my dagger because that's normally if I'm getting the jump on them versus the other way around. So I'm going to reach for my sword short. Or, yeah, sword sword. <laughs> I, words are hard today. Uh, right up <laughs> Like a tiny spot. lance, if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to reach for my sword, and I'm going to uh, just try to go for a simple slash across the chest. Okie dokie. Make that oh boy. Okay, so that was a eight to hit. An eight. Yeah, this this uh, this goblin was slightly shorter than you anticipated in the gloom. Perhaps a shadow kind of made you think it was slightly taller than it actually was. And your short sword just kind of swings straight across its head, maybe like chopping a hair, maybe, but but fails to connect. Is there anything else you were doing? Any bonus actions? Any anything? I think I am. Good for now. Okie dokie. In that case, it will be Yanis. So Yanis is going to unsling this long pole from his back. It's a kind of, looks a bit like a staff, but for those of you at home, it's a hoopak, which is a Kenda cultural weapon in this setting. It's basically a quarter staff with a little sling uh, thing on the top, so you can use it to flick rocks at people and also hit them on the head. And as he slips a little bullet into the the pouch at the top, he's going to look up at the sister and say, why does this always happen whenever we meet Royce? And then he's going to spool up, spool up and racket ball a sling bullet at the nearest goblin. Uh, and because it's dark, with a total of seven, he's definitely going to miss. Oh, no. <laughs> this is not going well. Two misses in a row. The goblins are starting to feel slightly more confident now. You're not quite as fearsome as maybe they thought you might be. And it's their turn. Oh, no. They glance at each other. One of them points at your hoopak, Yanis, because tied to your hoopak, you have a blue crystal stone of some kind, do you not? No, don't look at that. That's, <laughs> that's nothing. Look, look over there. Look. <laughs> and then all four goblins just charge in and each try to attack one of you each. Now, they have disadvantage because they are Definitely afraid of um, of Constance. So you'll probably be okay, but we'll see. So we'll start with Constance. Constance, what is your armour class? Your class of armour, please. My classing of armour is, and oh, I will tell you now, it's 13. <laughs> okay. Well, is 13 more or less than three? I have intelligence seven, so right. <laughs> I'll tell you that 13 is more than three, which means that right. the goblin completely misses you. He swings his uh, short sword in a big, big overhand swing and just swings it straight at your breastplate, but he did not anticipate the strength of that ceramic steel. And he just goes, bang, <laughs> vibrating the entire goblin, and his teeth chatter and his eyes widen slightly. He was definitely right to be afraid of you. Yes. Okay, next we have, let's go with Royce, shall we? Royce, your class of armour? Fifteen. 
Oh, we've got a hit. I'm afraid. I do have a question. Mm. Sword sword is a uh, sword sword. I don't know. I can't say this. Is a, a, <laughs> this is a word. It's a parrying weapon. So right. I can use an expertise die against it. Yes, is that so you, can, you can roll a d4 and add that to your armor class. Beautiful. Look at me reading the note. Okay, that is mm. a 19 then. A hit which would have slipped into your ribs with this sneaky goblin, which is a little sneaky sidestep, and they try to slip this short sword into your ribs. At the last second, with your, with your own, you sort of swing around and just parry the blow aside with uh, consummate skill. That was impressive. So, Yanis, your class, Adamo? Uh, it's 14 at the moment. Hmm. This is going to be, I'm afraid, another hit. Can I also? My weapon has Staff, parry as well. Is it parrying? You may do the same thing. Lovely. Where's me? Oh, no, where's me? Oh, there's me. The sound of rattling dice. Uh, that's now an 18. That's good enough. Uh, just about, you managed to use the fork at the end of your hoop act just to catch that, uh, that that short sword as it comes in and just twist it aside. And, uh, and, and the blade just kind of like grazes your ribs and cuts your tunic ever so slightly, but you remain unharmed. <laughs> and then finally, finally, we have got Magia. Your armor class nine. Hmm. I did just roll two nine. <laughs> so she's unarmored. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a sorcerer as well. Um, so that is just a wild miss, a complete and utter miss. I think you know when you're attaching attacking a seven foot minotaur, you tend to play it a little cautious, especially on your first attack. And uh, I think the goblin kind of went for you, but. Couldn't quite reach from, from where it was. Okay, in that case, I think it is now Constance's turn. Yes. Um, I'm gonna do stuff and things. Um, so if I'm right, there's like multiple of them going to attack Yanis. Uh no, you've got one right? each. No, you've got one each. Oh, so got one each. You got one each. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll deal with the one in front of me then. So okay. I am just I'm going to get my battle axe out and just go to to hit them uh, okay. with it unceremoniously whilst they're still they're vibrating off my shield. So mm -hmm. I, I'm aiming to try and sweep them off their feet to the side and not in a romantic way. And I got a natural 20. Oh, so wow. I, just, I, I, just, I, just, I just started the campaign that way. <laughs> so, yes. Right. So uh, in uh, Level Up Advanced Edition, critical hits work slightly differently. You roll your damage as normal. And then you double everything. So I got one d8 plus piercing damage is what I've got mm -hmm. here. Uh, so three. Oh, so I only got like three. So I double it and I do six. It feels less epic than I wanted. Yeah, um, six is not terrible. Uh, the 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 battle axe slams into the goblin's short sword, and I think you probably broke the goblin's arm with that massive swing because it lets out a yeah. yelp and staggers back a slightly. Ah, ah. And switches the short sword over to its other hand. Okay. It's got a slight look of panic in its eyes now. Good. It feels the the wrath of my righteousness. <laughs> Your righteous wrath. Yes. And then um, I can't use my dash because I've used my attack. Um, I can't use my desperate dash then because that's a dash action, isn't it? Um, I take your word for it. I think it's dash action, so I can't use that here. So okay. I'm going to stand my ground uh, against this and just generally look intimidating to everybody else. Okay. And hope people noticed how well I did. Okie dokie. In that case, it is now... Whose turn is it now? Magia's turn. I think Magia is going to 
this gigantic form of a minotaur bends down. <laughs> and the goblin sort of goes... And she's just going to go in straight with a horn attack. She's not She's not bothering to spell cast with these tiny okay. little things. Okay. Um, and she's going to go in with a horn attack. Okay. That is... Oh, I'm rolling horribly. That's a 10. You're all rolling horribly right now. There's something <laughs> going on here. There's something in the air. Um, yeah, look, I mean, you're very tall. The goblin's very short. It's quite hard to headbutt a three-foot-tall creature when you are, in fact, seven feet tall. So, I mean, you give it, you give it your best shot, but it's, 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 it was a long shot away from the start. Was there anything else you were doing? Um, not particularly in terms of anything that has an effect, <laughs> but I think she probably, in in trying to, like, catch one of, it, one of them with her horns and then mm. missing, because these things are much more nimble than she is. Yeah. She's big and stompy. She just lets out a swear in, <laughs> in uh, Colthian, which yes. probably only Yanis can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Language of the Minotaurs. Okay. Voice, yeah. it's your turn. My turn? Mm. Perfect. I'm going to go with another sword sword. Sword sword. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get that. Sword. You can uh, get this tonight. Oof, I got it. I'm going to go for another sword. Sword of uh, shortness. How about that? <laughs> I'm terrified of the word now. Uh, I'm going to go with another sword. Sword to that. It's fine. <laughs> Look, I can't say it, but I can swing well. That was a 22 to hit. Yes. Perfect shot. Okay. And then it's a D6 of damage, correct? Yep. Beautiful. That's three. Let me make sure I don't have to add anything because math is hard. It's hard. Yep, and, yep, plus yep. another three. So six uh, slashing six, damage total. Six damage. No. You slash the goblin across the chest and the goblin steps back, wounded. Blood, green blood starting to drip down its chest. It grabs a short sword with both hands and holds it in front of itself, kind of like, like shaking ever so certainly, kind of looking, because you, you present quite a fearsome form with your horns probably silhouetted against the red moon behind you. And the goblin's kind of starting to back away ever so slightly. It wasn't really signing up for this. So next, I think we have Yanis is next. So I'm um, stood there, the hoopak. Hoopak, it's just a nice word to say, isn't it? Hoopak. It is a good word. Um, uh, with, the, with it kind of poised like that, eye to eye with the goblin. And then both our eyes flip to the amulet and I go, okay, I lied. Yes, I do have it. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a natural 20. Superb. Oh, okay. Right. Double that damage. Fabulous news. Um, right, what am I? Oh, cool. Yeah, so that is a uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Would you like to describe exactly how you dispatched this goblin? Uh, so I go, yes, I do have, yeah, all right, I do have the amulet. And the goblin's looking at it. And then while it's staring at the amulet, like, mm. ah, bop! Right around the oh. jaw, its head spins round. <laughs> Not completely, that would be horrible. But it just goes it flies around. Like, it spins around and flies like three feet through the air. And <laughs> little birds fly around its head. Oh. It goes, hits the deck. Oh, poor little goblin. I feel sorry for it. I do I not. No, I don't really. Okay, it's now the goblin's turn. So one goblin is down, two are wounded, and one of them, as yet, has not been harmed. So, Constance... The goblin fighting you, you have broken its arm and it has switched hands and is now wielding uh, wielding that short sword with the wrong hand. It will still be at disadvantage. And it rolls very, 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 very badly. 
kind of swings ineffectually with the wrong hand at you and with this kind of weak blow, which to be honest, you barely even have to dodge. You barely have to do anything. Like, do you I just could, casually step back? Yeah, you can adventurously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No effort required whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sue, uh, Magia, your opponent has not yet been injured. Starting to get a little bit more confident now, swings at you with a short sword. Just from, from its height, it's kind of be a you know, sort of like midriff, just swings across like this. An attempt to just like disembowel you with one blow. What was your armor class? Nine. Oof. That is a solid hit straight through your. Uh, are you wearing robes or? Yeah. Yeah. Cut straight through your robes, straight across your midriff. Doing. Ouch. That will be four points of damage. That probably hurt. That did. She swears out loud again <laughs> and looks down. And just roars out, I liked these robes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have one against Dare. This uh, one is wounded, is looking nervous, got looking up at this sort of teething with horns silhouetted by the red sun. I think, again, I'm going to give this one disadvantage because of that, because it is an unusual and terrifying sight. And it rolls a 16. What was your armor class, Dare? I think oh, we've lost no. Dare. Dare appears to have frozen. We'll move on and get back to that in a second. So uh, that leaves the one on Jack. On I knocked mine out, didn't I? Knocked him out. Oh, wait, oh, you knocked him out. Oh, it's fine, yes. There isn't one on you. It's not one on you. So next we have got Constance. Yes. So um, so I've got one in front of me. He's got a broken mm. arm that's flailing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Just try and put it out. It's misery, really. So another swing of my axe to just try mm-hmm. and knock it out of the park in the other direction. So okay. if I went that way last time, I'm going this way this time. Okay. So nice. just hit it with a big axe. Just be a knight. Great fun. You're going to think I'm lying if I say I have a natural 20 again. <laughs> I'm actually not. Like, okay. I don't know how I can, like, prove this to you, but it's we right there. We trust you, Jess. Excellent. By my honour as a knight. (laughs) (laughs) I like this dice today. Um, Okay, so I got a natural 20, so that's like a 24 uh, to hit. So I will try again. I will double the damage. So I rolled... So that's 10 this time. That's better. 10. Tell me. Tell me how this goblin meets its grisly end. Uh, Excellent. Cool. So I swing the other way, and I think I hit it so hard, it kind of lifts up off the ground and kind of goes... And this lands on the side. Sorry, we have a re- uh, we just have an action. What noise does it make? Sorry, could you just repeat that for yeah, me? Yeah, time. <laughs> just so we know. Yeah. Do you not think? Which I, I think which, that's what it means. Which so, I think is a traditional goblin word, meaning I go to the same place as my ancestors before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's traditional. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's happening to my internet today. It's being very mean. That's fine. Um, so, there one swung at you and got a 16, but that have hit you. Well, I can parry, actually. Okay. To parry. The goblins are trying to take me out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've lost air again. Uh, right at the moment where we were going to find out if they parried as well. That's... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, so, so, well, this is a... Oh, hang on. Here we go. Yeah. I, got a, I got a 19. I got a 19. You're saying that time. The suspense was killing us. <laughs> 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 the anticipation. So... Oh, uh, where were we? I've totally lost track where we finished the border we were. That was... Uh, Magia next. Uh, yeah, I had yeah. just gone, yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Imagine is next. So how many? How many? There's like two goblins left, right? There are two goblins left. Yeah. One in front of you, uninjured, and one in oh, front no, of Dare, which is injured. Can Magia just pick up the goblin in front of her? Imagine can certainly try. <laughs> just, just grab him by yeah. the scruff of his neck and hold him up. Okay. So for this, we need gonna... to know your maneuver DC. Which will be on your character sheet. This is what you use for combat maneuvers, which include grapples, and grabs, and things. Uh, like. It is twelve. Twelve. So the goblin is going to make a saving throw against your maneuver DC. The goblin has rolled four. Hey, plus one for its dexterity. It rolls five. Yes, you can pick up the goblin. The goblin is now grappled. She picks up the goblin mm-hmm. and just like. Brings him up towards her face, but far enough away that he can't, you know, slap yeah, her okay, sword. Yeah. Just looks at him, yeah. looks around at the two dispatch goblins, mm-hmm. and in almost like a eerily quiet voice for a creature of her size, just looks at him and goes, "Go away!" and just throws him. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeeting, okay, nice. yeeting, just like burning eyes. She's upset about the robe. She really likes her robes. They're <laughs> silky and nice. And it's so just like... <laughs> lands about five feet away on the floor. Scrambles to its feet. Looks around, panicked. Two of its friends are dead. His boss has disappeared off over the hill on a pony. Um, and you guys look quite formidable. He's definitely having second thoughts. He looks at his friend. His friend looks at him, his injured friend, looks at him. They both lock eyes. They both shake their heads. And then they both make for the hills. You can have opportunity attacks against them if you wish, or you can let them go. I'll fling a half-hearted bullet after them. I'll try and catch one of them in the ankle or something like that, just okay. to really just to really get go for them. Go for it. Not really intending to do uh, any damage, really. Uh, 15? It's going to hit. This is where you actually kill yeah. by mistake. No, I'm not. <laughs> the um, the <laughs> no, it's just just one point of damage. Just one, just point. one point of damage. Okay, so it glances off the goblin's ankle and uh, it lets out. Uh, what was the noise that goblins make again, Jess? <laughs> that noise. And then <laughs> it continues to limp off over the hill. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else attempting to do anything? Were you going to let him go? I'm going to raise up my longbow, and I'm not going to shoot it, but I'm just going to keep it tracked to them in case they come back. Okay, so they uh, they run off o- up over the hill, over the rise of the hill. They stop at the top of the hill briefly, look back at you, look at each other, and then clearly just make an agreement just to scarper, and they're both just bolt over the hill, out of sight, across the brow of the hill, leaving you standing there in the road, a couple of you a little injured, but victorious. Is anybody hurt? Yeah. Uh, is instantly overbearing little <laughs> sister, just being like, are you okay? And just like, yes, puts I'm, her hands I'm, I'm on fine. your hair. I'm, and I'm, I'm, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Get, get off. Don't embarrass me in front of the Salamnian. Stop. Pick, <laughs> picks up, like just holding it up off of the string it's on. And what is this? Wow. It's just huh? a decorative. Uh-huh. It's a nice thing that I uh-huh. found. I told you I went in the in the cave and I told I told you I found it. I just maybe maybe didn't explain what it is. If, if it is what it is, of course. I mean I think it is what it is, whatever it is, because they seem to think <laughs> that it is what it is, whatever it is. Well if you, you can't blame this is... one on Royce. This one is your fault, Jan. All right, all right, all right. I take it back. Look, 
if, if it is what they think it is, and it is what they think it is, then <laughs> it is something important. Do you know what it is? Somebody told me. It's this this image here. It's wrapped mm. around. It's like really crudely tied on just below the, the fork where the sling is. Mm. Made of some kind of blue crystal. It's got an ever so slight faint glow right in the centre of it. Um, I... Don't make me pick you up like I did that goblin, yeah? All right, all right. Okay, I'll I point at the, the rift in Magia's um, robes. I say, just just hold that but open for a minute. <laughs> she holds it. This and is not going he... to fix these silks. I'm going to have to get well, these rewoven. It's, it's going to be well, a mess. you just... And then it lights up. The amulet gives off this mm. brilliant, beautiful blue glow. I assume. Sorry, maybe I should let Morris yes. just yeah. describe that. Yeah. Um, but uh, and Yanis's eyes kind of filled with the same kind of blue light. It's almost like he's lit from within, like his whole skin seems to glow with this kind of inner blue light. Magia um, is not immediately yeah. impressed by this. She's just like, okay, you can make things glow. <laughs> and then the wound just seals up for, well, for three points of damage, so mostly seals up. <laughs> she pokes at it. Yeah. And, and then, and then. Just because, and then just because I've got it, I do have it prepared. I'm also going to cast mending and fix the robes as well. And then, <laughs> and then he does. so he heals, the, heals the wound, and the, that's kind of amazing. And then he just like jerks it to the side a little bit, and the like almost putting um, like you know when a scanner moves across a mm. piece of paper, it's like that, and the the robe just seals up. Kind of, and then he wow, is is, uh, is your friend is your friend a charlatan a, a trickster? No, 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 this is this is like mostly and she <laughs> walks up to Constance and like takes her hand, pokes at it. That shouldn't happen. No, this is altogether new, if I'm honest. You have been unable to do this before. Um, not until a few you can say that months. I'm more the magical twin. <laughs> well, I've this... always been the one with the sparkling personality, you see. Well, forgive yeah. me, but this this magic has not seen for hundreds of years since the gods left. No, I know that. And so I'm pretty sure it is what I was told it is and what they think it is, which is some sort of genuine uh, artifact of the Blue Lady. It is real? It kind of flicks the amulet a little bit. Seems real, doesn't it? (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't flick the magical amulet, though. (laughs) Let's Let's not accidentally make a crack or something. No, kind of tilts it away from himself so it doesn't damage it any further. I um look, I'll, I'll explain everything, but it's getting a bit dark and there might be more of them coming. Perhaps we yes. should make haste to solace. Yes, we we must. Uh, I will yeah, yeah, march on. I will I will go behind you and keep you safe. Keep it hidden. Maybe they'll and that's what they came for, to take from you. Uh, yes, so it would have been. Hide, it, hide so. it under your I'm jacket, just... maybe, and not so op- out in the open in your hand. But it's so pretty. It's uh, also going to I'm get gonna us killed. I'm going to have to teach you how to yeah. like hide something. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, f- fine. Then I'll wrap something around it to keep it hidden. Okay. Um, so uh, it's getting dark now, and the uh, moons are higher in the plane. Uh, the sun has completely gone. 
Um, Solace is perhaps a mile away. You can see the Valley Woods from where you are because they're massive, massive trees. And because it's dark now, you can see the lights of the actual town up in the branches of the trees. It's like it's a gorgeous sight. It's beautiful. It's like twinkling lights in the in the trees, and it's a it's a really picturesque, lovely town. Um, it's a welcoming, calm, peaceful, you know, pastoral town. And you, you know, you're probably really looking forward to like getting to the end of the last home and sitting down and having a nice plate of spiced potatoes and uh, maybe an ale or two in the warm in front of the firelight. Sounds lovely. So, yeah. So, to assume you're heading that way. Yeah, let's go to the pub. Yeah. Quick bit. As we <laughs> head off, I'm kind of like a bit mad. I said, call that goblin the son of a motherless goat. I have slipped out. What would what would what would mum say? And then probably something worse, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you <laughs> you'll make your way into town without any further events. Um, as, as you enter Solace, you sort of come into the sort of the town square, which is more kind of like just a big clearing on the ground. Um, almost every building is in the trees. There's only one really that isn't, and that's the local smithy. Uh, because obviously you can't really stick a forge up in the trees and set fire to it into a tree. So the smithy's on the ground near the base of a large Valinwa tree, and you can see a, a large dark-skinned man still working away there, even as the, 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 the arrow grows late. Um, you, you've been to Soros before, you recognise him. His name is Feros Ironfeld. He's a, he's a skilled smith and well-liked in the town. And as you, as you walk in, you just like do a quick nod, friendly smile. Mm-hmm. I will just nod back at him because I imagine he's fixed my armour up or sorted something out for me in the past. And Almost things. certainly in the past, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a generous man and he really cares for everybody around him. So the uh, inner the last home is up around the tree. There's a, a wooden staircase which winds up and up and up around the tree. It probably would take you like four or five minutes to get up there. It's that, it's that high. You can see it from where you are and you can hear the music and the voices and the clink of glasses. You can see the firelight glinting in the windows from up there. It sounds, and you can smell, you can smell these, the smell of like the spiced potatoes that it's famous for. Delicious, delicious spiced potatoes. And your mouths are watering. It sounds delicious. So shall we uh, get a table here and perhaps you can tell us your tale, Yanis? <laughs> sounds good. As I, I might need... Uh, a wine or an ale to wet my lips. It, the stories always come easier to me. <laughs> well, that's good. Just like tradition, back in the days with Royce, the person who causes the trouble buys the drinks. I was waiting I'll, for this. I'll go to the bar. <laughs> this is true. Royce does this with me. I have yet to buy a drink. <laughs> you not have, have to tell everybody that. I'm just so charitable. You, un- you understand? Yes, I do love your very giving nature. You always seem to have coin. and I, I'm not sure how. Well, I could tell you this one story. <laughs> which which one? Which, back which at the story? port town that time that we met up Ooh. when I came back from that little short see, voyage see, and the tavern. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a bar yeah, The fight. sailors are still mad about that one. Let's. They might still. I might still be barred. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're not allowed back mm-hmm. there for a while. Right, I don't know how you get yourself in so many misunderstandings. You know, so, 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 such an honest and charitable person. I don't know how trouble finds you so often. That's what I'm saying. The world just... I, I have a face that people just find mischievous for some <laughs> reason. It must be that. Now she so has a face trying. like she's recalling this entire event. <laughs> 
like event in her mind's eye and it just mm. says that Royce was definitely the one that started <laughs> always <laughs> so the inn is crowded it's completely packed like up to the rafters it's hard to find a, a spot and you end up having to sort of crowd in a in a corner near the fireplace also sitting near that fireplace you see a, a middle-aged man he's dressed in blue robes with the uh, symbol of the seekers on those roads. Now the Seekers are based in Haven, which is the capital town about a day's travel away. Um, and they kind of like the religious authority of the, uh, of the region. Uh, because the uh, old gods left 300 years ago, numerous new religions have sprung up over the, the next 300 years. None of them have portrayed any actual clerical magic or proved themselves able to do any uh, miracles or proven any evidence of their gods. But People sometimes still believe them, and the Seekers are the local religion, the local new god religion. And uh, this this man, he's a he's a, a theocrat, the high theocrat of Haven. Um, he's sitting there. He's clearly had a few drinks already, and he's looking quite surly as he kind of glares around the room at the, at the many many people who are, who are who are drinking merrily in the inn. Also, you see an elderly man, an old man in robes, another man in robes, big white beard, probably Gandalf, an actual Gandalf, you see, um, in, in sitting near the fire. Um, he's got a few children sat around in front of him. He looks cheerful, and he's got a sparkle in his eye, and he's got a pipe, uh, and he's telling them stories, stories about dragons, old gods and stuff. The theocrat is listening to this, and he does not look happy. He's uh, he's drinking signals to the to, to, to the um, bar staff, and uh, a young lady with uh, bright red hair comes over and brings in yet another drink and says, "Don't, don't you think you've had enough, uh, Frederick? Don't you think you've had enough?" And he just snarls, snatches the drink out of her hand, and downs it, and just looks again, staring at this old man telling these blasphemous stories, clearly getting drunker and drunker and drunker. Magia will, if, if she sees this, which I imagine she can, like, over the crowd of people in here, because mm. she's taller than all of them by over a foot, um, will just call across to the barmaid, like, do you want me to get him to leave? Ooh. No, not the high theocrat. Oh, you can drink what he likes. Can't you, Otik? And uh, a portly man behind the bar, he's bald uh, with, with a sort of, like, a handlebar moustache and a big skillet spiced potato steaming kind of emerges from the kitchen and he goes, mm, oh yeah, yeah, the theocrat, oh, get him a free drink, get him a free drink. Mm, that'll keep him happy. Uh, spiced potatoes, anybody? Spiced potatoes? They do smell. A small hand appears above the bar. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> oh. you can like lift you, lift you up to the hand appearing. Oh, hey, yes. that's my brother. Well, well, as long as you behave yourself, little one. Oh, I aim never to. Wait, did you say that's your brother? Yes. Why, why did you, I'm uh, almost at shoulder height with Marja. Now I'm stood on the bar. I don't understand. <laughs> you are a, a, a minor jaws. Glass bottom. Clearly. The horns give it away, right? Right, right, exactly. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And this, this is Kenda. Yes. Yes. My twin Glass brother. Bottom. I can You're see your eyes are working well, sir. Twin brother. Yes. Then there's this long silence because as if we're expecting a third statement from this man. <laughs> he just shakes his head. Some kind of act. I don't know. I don't get it. 
Push the potatoes down and walked off back to the kitchen. Shake my head and Hashia adjust stands the, there for the a minute to make sure he's he's not going to come back to make any other more mean statements <laughs> about her brother, and then we'll just hand potatoes off to people over the crowd. <laughs> um, I'll ask the barmaid for four four drink. I, I look over. The t- well, actually, now I'm still on the bar. I can actually see across the crowd, and I'll 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 just are, are the two of you still at the table, or are we all up at the bar? Um, I'm at the table and I'm kind of okay. sitting near where the dragon stories are and kind of listening because yeah. it's the stories I'll my mum used just, to tell me. I'll just to you, I'll just to you, Constance, and go. Hmm. So you're overhearing the dragon stories and your man says, and so Paladine, the platinum dragon, defeated Tarkesis with the help of humor, Dragonbane, and the great Dragon Lance. There we go, young children. What did you think of that story? And they all clap and cheer. Clearly, having enjoyed it, and he throws up the sweets, and they all gather up the sweets wow. and uh, shove them in their mouths. I don't see if you have any parents around, but it's just that kind of town. Everyone trusts each other. There's not normally any trouble. Yeah, uh, I fear crown, even drunken, from his chair looks over. Blasphemy! There is no paladine. The old gods—they never existed. It is not true. Um, I'm shouting at. I'm going to kind of go to to stand up, not intimidatingly, but I'm going to use my background feature of military bearing. So mm-hmm. soldiers will recognise their own and off-duty soldiers are usually willing to trade tales, gossip with you um, and won't obey your orders, but they're likely to answer your questions and treat you respectfully. So I will go, using this feature, I'll go up and I'll be like, well, I'm, I'm sure he needs nothing by it. It's just stories for the children, you know, just... Uh, I'm sure we can just let them be and let them have their fairy tales. Just trying to appease him and because he's quite yeah. drunk and looks a bit Larry. Yeah. I mean, he's not really a soldier at all. He's a cleric. Oh, he's a cleric. He's, oh, he's, right. He's okay. a fake cleric. Um, uh, and he is very, very drunk. He shoves his table over, spilling drink everywhere. And then like a clatter and the crowd just sort of backs away slightly. And you can see... Um, Otik and uh, the barmaid, whose uh, name you hear is Tika, uh, like their eyes widen slightly and they glance at each other nervously. As uh, he stands up, I mean, he's not as tall as you are. He's, yeah. uh, he's sort of 5'10ish or something. He stands up. He's, he's quite chunky, though. Uh, puts his hands on his hips and says, I am the high theocrat of Haven, and you will not talk to me like that. The uh, old man. At the, by the fireplace, he's looking over now with interest. His eyes mm-hmm. are twinkling, and you think he can see a slight smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm just gonna just take a step back and stand kind of between the old man, the children that are there, and this mm-hmm. drunk yelling man, and be like, <laughs> "I didn't mean any offence, good sir. I'm merely just trying to suggest leave these children to their fairy tales and leave the correct uh you know religious education for men of your stature i trace trying to placate him and calm him down a bit the old, eye, the old man's eyes twinkle again and the blue crystal pendant suddenly starts to glow so strongly that even the coverings that you've disguised it with aren't enough to hide no, it. no 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 i'm trying to put my hand blue over light across the tavern and the high theocrat's eyes widened that's it! The blue crystal pendant! The dragon lords told us to retrieve it, and we shall! Uh, and I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder, and I'll be like, um, well, I think everybody should just try and calm down, and I'm just going to try and... I'm assuming it's not going to work, but that's what I'm doing. So I'm trying to kind of puddle block 
about his voice. Uh, Otik and Tika look at each other nervously and uh, 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 they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. This guy is shouting loudly for the guards. The crowd is <laughs> just gone silent. The crowd doesn't know what to do either. I, I, point, uh, I point at the high theocrat and say very loudly, that man is buying the next round of drinks for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the old man is smiling now. And you hear the clatter of footsteps on the stairs outside. Jingling. I'll, I'll take care of the guards. Uh, Are you moving to the doorway? Uh, I'll head towards the guards. Okay, so they're coming up the stairs. Um, it's the spiral staircase. Voice is probably about halfway like, up no, at this I, Look at Marsha. We're almost on eye level. Uh, back door? <laughs> As you look down, it looks like there's about 12 of them, Moise. A whole squadron oh. of guards. Your instinctive evaluation of the situation is that you may be too outnumbered here. I mean, you're welcome to stay and fight if you wish, but you feel... Oh, the plan was never... <laughs> right, right, okay. okay. Oh, back, back. Um, Excuse me, what seems to be the problem, officer? The guards rush up and they glance at you and uh, one of them roughly tries to push you aside. Um, would you like to make a save against his manoeuvre DC? So this Absolutely. will be, you can use it dexterity or strength, depending on how you're avoiding oh, this. I'm, I'm using that <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh Yeah, let me try to save out of it. I'm just going to simply try to, I think, be slippery, and that's a 15. A 15. Um, yeah, so uh, the guard goes to shove you aside, and to be honest, if it succeeded, you'd probably have tumbled down the stairs and taken a, a nasty fall, but you managed to grab hold of a railing, swing yourself around slightly, and catch yourself before you fall as the guard just disregards you and just rushes past into the tap. That's pretty rude uh, and brusque. That was not pleasant at all. I, I, I'm okay. Um, what seems to be the problem? We There's a bit of a drunken disorderly happening upstairs. From inside, you can hear the high theater crash out and God seize them! Then they have the blue crystal pendant! Grab them gonna... now! jump down behind the bar and start trying to ferret my way <laughs> into some sort of back room, into the kitchen or something Find like that. Find yourself by Tika's feet. And she looks down and whispers, through the kitchen, trapdoor, down the road, quick, before the guards see you. I, bl- I look back after me at, at Marjorie, I'm like, I don't say anything, but I'm gesturing like, what are you... But, 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 okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then I like ferret away through the kitchen. <laughs> okay. What's everybody else doing? Can... Can Magia see Royce having this conversation with the guards? Oh, uh, yeah, probably at the doorway, yeah. Magia will probably more like bulldoze through the crowd because she's got mm-hmm. zero grace. And just <laughs> be like, yeah, uh, it looks like he's had a bit too much to drink. And you know what people like get like after a few? It's, just, it's a bit embarrassing, really. You probably should get him out of here before he really makes a fool of himself. She's trying to convince him that he is just drunk. And like only making himself look bad, and as sure. guards so that are supposed any... to, you know, protect this kind of thing, should you have to make a persuasion check? Yes. Now it's going to be at disadvantage because you are basically trying to persuade him about his own boss. Can so I... it's going to be a difficult one. Can I assist? Because I'm standing in front of the drunk guy, like trying to actively calm him down. Mm-hmm. So can I assist by like being like, okay, if you just sit down, just like adding to the scene. So when they glance over, it looks like a really drunk man is trying to be handled by a soldier. Sure. <laughs> I is trying to play off, like Constance trying to calm him down and Royce being like, there's, a, just, there's just a disorderly thing going on in yeah. here, no big deal. 
So, Constance, what are you using? Are you using diplomacy? Using persuasion or uh, intimidation? I, I think I'm you... gonna. I think I'm gonna go with persuasion. Okay. I can um, do best. persuasion as well if you want me to do the same as the. Okay. So Perhaps. what will happen is uh, Constance will grant Magia an expertise die. Okay. So, so in advanced fifth edition, an expertise die is an extra d4 you get to roll. If you get multiple expertise dice from different things. Um, instead of getting multiple d4s, what happens is that die increases in size. So if you had two expertise die, it would go from a d4 to a d6, then to a d8, and so on. Cool. So at the moment, you're getting an extra d4 to your roll. And I'm adding my charisma to this? You are rolling with disadvantage, remember? Yeah. Uh, and the dog is drinking out a water bowl somewhere in the background. Yes. I'm glad that they're having, they're having a... They sound like a thirsty boy <laughs> black girl. The sound Sorry, effects don't, are amazing. I don't have proficiency in this so it's just adding my charisma right right yeah uh oh, that is the actual really dog in the pub role. yeah, yeah. We'll, assume there's a, we'll assume there's a dog in the pub having a drink out of a bottle yeah that's an eight in total with the expertise oh time. no unfortunate the guards not only don't uh don't uh accede <laughs> your request they pretty much just ignore you completely pushing in and start looking around while while the high theocrat says the, the Kenda! The Kenda has... Wait, you gone. Where's the Kenda? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should have to make a stealth check at advantage, yes. I'd love, I'd love to. Uh, that would make me... Nothing would make me happier. Yeah, the, uh, crowds, right. the crowds make it a lot easier. Uh, that is a... 15? Yes, 15. Okay. So you find yourself in a kitchen, and Otik is there, having put down the tray of spiced potatoes. He lifts up the trap door for you, and you can see a rope hanging straight down all the way, like 300 feet down, all the way down the tree to the ground. He's just quick. There's there's a moment of, of kind of like, why why are you... And then I just shrug. Is there a towel, like a tea towel or anything hanging sure. anywhere, like a kind of rug? I'm going to grab it and put my hands around it so I can just slide straight down the rope so it doesn't okay. burn my hands. So I'm just going to... Right, yeah. Do you want to make a quick athletics climb check? Yes, depending on how this with goes. Athletics and or athletics or acrobatics. You can use either and dexterity. I think. Fabulous. I don't think I'm actually. Uh, yes, that's thirty. Yeah, um, easy enough. So you uh, you start to slide your way down the down down the down the road using your makeshift tea towel style thing, whatever it's called. Yeah. Do those things have a name? I don't know. Tea um, towel. Hey, yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> think of it. Okay, um, Royce, what were you doing now? Because you're still in the doorway. Oh, have we lost Royce again? Yeah, I think she's frozen. Okay, okay. Uh, Constance and Magia, what are you doing? So I'm still trying to talk and calm him down. Uh, I wonder if I can gaslight him into believing that he <laughs> saw things. <laughs> gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Um, okay, there we go, I'm uh, here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Magia will make her way um, in towards Constance. If you're going for like trying to make him look crazy, Constance mm. can use press a digitation to make something kind of go blue and glowy. Oh, okay. Okay. I love that. Yes. So I think Just, I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna go do for like, something that was at the bar near where Yanis was standing. <clears throat> that's like metallic and like maybe like a little hanging pendant or decoration they've got up and make okay. that look like it's glowing blue. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Okay. Um, so what's that? Just like a cantrip you're using, or yeah, she's yeah. got prestidigitation. Says it can gotcha. uh, burst of sound, sparks, or an odd odor. 
um, light or snuff flame or color or mark an object. Okay. So I guess you can okay. make something look like it's maybe glowing a little bit yeah. or catching okay. the blue light or something. So a small medallion, which Otik won as a medal for uh, for his famous spiced potatoes. Best spiced potatoes in the whole of Abnazinia. He won this medallion and it's uh, hanging in the kind of like the, uh, uh, bar kind of goes around the tree. Um, so it's sort of hanging on the tree trunk and that starts to glow blue. And one of the guards kind of looks at, um, the high fear cracker. I will. That? That crystal? I will see this and jump on the opportunity and try and persuade and be like, yeah, could it not just be with the, you know, the lighting in here? And I'll look at the guard and be like, and perhaps the amount of, uh, jovial, beverages that have been enjoyed this evening it could have been misinterpreted as such i think that's probably deception rather than persuade jess that's fine i don't have proficiency in either right. <laughs> so. i'm equally terrible at both <laughs> but let's make a roll nevertheless i will roll for it uh, it's a 13 so hmm. it's not awful um, the guy yeah. is kind of looks half convinced the high theocrat is not at all the high theocrat knows what he saw but the guards they're kind of like, oh, he's probably drunk. He must have made a mistake. And they kind of kind of sort of go through the motions doing what he says, but their heart's not in it. They don't think there's anything there. They're not really looking for the kendo now. They're just pretending to. The guards are kind of soldiers. So could I use my military bearing feature mm. that I tried to use earlier incorrectly on me saying that so they'll overhear me and be more likely to believe me because... Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one, of them looks, one of them looks at you and goes, off duty, eh? Yeah, just uh, in, enjoying a drink with some friends. Mm, she seems like you've seen a few battles. I could see a few scratches on that breastplate of yours. Fine, breastplate. Thank you. It was my father's before me. Oh, you don't want to sell it, do you? N no. You sure? I can give you two gold for it. Maybe three. N no. Uh, heritage right, right. Or, heritage four, and honour of Christ. Four gold. Uh, sir, I think you're misconstruing. I'm not here to get into a bidding war with you. This simply is not for sale. <laughs> All right, all right, you drive a hard bargain. Six gold, six gold for the wrestling. If you will excuse me, I'm going to get up and just leave because I just, no. You cannot buy the clothes off my back. Um, he, looks at, he looks at his fellow guards who just shrug. Anyway, I'm going to turn to the old man uh, that was in the corner and I'll just be like, I, are you, are you all right, sir? I hope none of this will reflect badly on you. Just, oh, just man. telling a few tales to children. There's no old oh? man gone. Oh, is he gone? There's no sign of any old man there. Oh, well, he probably left then, so that's that's fine. I'll go over to um, I'll go over to where Royce is to to join them then. So, were you guys aware of where the kinder went? No. So you, as far as you're concerned, Janice just vanished completely. I think Magia would have seen him go out the kitchen. Yeah, you Okay, did. so you know roughly which direction. Okay. But I'm just going to go to Royce because I don't know what's happened. So I'm just mm. like, and Royce normally fixes things when problems occur around us. So I'm going to go see her so she'll know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Um. So um, I think they've all calmed down. I had to tell a bit of a lie. Do you think that was an okay thing to do? I, I think in this circumstance, this is the only time you should lie. I think so too. I think, you know, we need to we need to protect this. I've never seen anything like it. And, you know, my father told me tales of it from hundreds of years ago. We need to, this is, this is our duty, I believe. Yeah. And we don't know who we can trust yet. So I think the four of us should stay together. Yes. And if 
hopefully you won't need to be put into a situation like that mm-hmm. again. And if you end up having to lie, just let me okay. do it. I'm yes. okay at it. I'm yes. a storyteller. Uh, okay. So dad, did you see where, where Giannis or Maggie? No, they were at the bar and then I turned and they, they were gone. Maggie is still there and pointing because she's the Maggie tallest person still... in the room. Yeah. Keeping up the illusion until the guards have got this guy out okay. and taken him home so it doesn't just stop yeah. blowing. <laughs> she's, so she's over, I yeah. might. Yeah, eventually the, the, the high theocrat does leave, but he's convinced of what he saw and he's staggering out of the door, kind of mumbling, Oh, damn cleric, damn kender, I saw that new crystal. I'll get that crystal, I will get that crystal. <laughs> As he starts to sort of stagger his way down the Saturday, Saturday morning cartoon villain. And they're kindred and they're little kinder too. So the kind of reached the ground by now. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. the the uh, the pendant has stopped blowing. He signed on the ground. Um, you can see Theros Eidfeld at his uh, smithy. Just across the uh, square for you. He looks over at you curiously and he looks up at the trapdoor far, far above and at the opening back at you and said, Say it's just too easy, were they? Yes, yes. Sometimes it's not muscularly challenging enough. Just use your legs. Sometimes you want to get a bit of an arm and I sort of yank myself up and down on the rope a little bit. Bit of an arm. <sighs> arm. Right. <clears throat> uh, oh, by the way, um, I reach into the sort of sack that I use to carry all my worldly belongings and mm-hmm. jiggles everywhere I go. And I hold out some calipers and I go, these are yours, by the way. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, where did you find them? I, I, oh, well, here in your smithy, of course. I just borrowed them the last time we were here. I, I forgot they were in my bag and then I went on another trip around the world. So I probably got a new pair, actually. I'll just take them back. And then while he stood there confused, I just take them back at his hands and put them back in the blanket. Shake his head. And then turns back and starts to close up his shop for the night. How are things in Solace? I say as a oh, way of kind of moving on quickly. Times are not good. You've heard the rumours. War in the north. Yes, yes. Some even say he glances around. A leaning conspiratorially. Dragons. Dra- <laughs> Dra- Dra- dragons. The next thing you'll be telling me, the gods of... Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at the staff. Point taken. Soldiers um, here looking for this... Blue crystal. They've been looking for days. Yeah, asking yeah, anyone, yeah. searching anyone, searching houses. I'm holding it behind my back, but obviously it's funny because the staff is taller than I am, so the crystal actually just kind of pokes out above the top of my head, but I don't realise. And I'm just there going, that is really weird. I, I, I heard about that with all the, the blue always crystal waiting, stuff. What's, um, what's that all about? Uh, on your- oh, 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 why swear in uh, coffee and your- attack it under my armpit like you, that. You have it. You, no, I have you something have that... No, 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 no! I'll, 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 I'll buy all your calipers for the next. It's fine, it's fine. Look, look, the soldiers are coming down the stairs to the theater. Quick, get my, get my shot. Quick, quick. Dies. And he shuts the door behind you, so you can't be seen. It's close. Take out from under my armpit. Um, yes, the 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 high um theocrat. Theocrat. Yes. Hecaric. Hederick, Hederick, you know Hederick, everyone knows Hederick. He's the high theocrat. I'm the low nobody. I, who is who is he? High theocrat! Yes, you keep saying that. Saying make it any more, what, what, what's, what is a theocrat and why is he the highest one? Well, the, 
the, the priests, the priests of the new gods, based in Haven, you know, the city, uh, Haven. Right, right. Makes more sense. Now, why didn't you just say it like that? They're the, you know, the fake priests. <laughs> Look, I... No, don't say they're fake too loudly. I'll kind of look towards the door. But they are there, aren't they? They haven't got one of these. Not that it is is what I'm saying it is, what I think it is. I don't know what that is. All I know is that the Theocrat has been looking for the Blue Crystal Staff. Soldiers have been ransacking the town. Ransacking? To overturn my smithy just yesterday. Which means they probably won't come and check here again. Look, we need to work out exactly what we're doing with this. Me and my sister and our travelling companions would be really, really helpful if you could maybe go and get them from the inn and bring them down here? Uh, sure. Um, They've already searched your smithy, so they're not likely to search yeah, it again, are they? he looks around at his smithy, and he looks at you, the kender, and he looks around at his smithy with all the various items lying around, and he looks at you, the kender, and he looks around at the smithy with all the various items looking around, and he says, they're all mine, okay? Everything? All of it. Everything here is mine. All of it. To be clear, they're not yours. They are mine. This cooling bolt is mine. It's this my hammer. cooling bolt. That is my hammer. Yes, that is my hammer. And, and I'll take something off his belt directly. This chisel. Yes, even that chisel. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I won't touch anything. All right, I'm Nothing. sorry inadvertently for. Yes, yes, I promise. I give you my word as a... Oh, there's not really a lot to stake it on, to be honest. As someone that very much needs your help, when I hold out a very small hand. Yeah, rarely shakes your hand, eyeing you suspiciously. Then shrugs, disappears out the door, and starts to make his way up the tree to where everybody else is. Um, At this point, um, the soldiers have disappeared into the town square, and they're kind of like... They're spread out, and they're kind of searching the village for you, just like looking behind trees and just... Spreading around while the high gonna, crack gonna, just bellows. Find him, find him, he'll be here somewhere. I'm gonna stoke up the fire that he's probably letting go down so I can get a bit warm. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all at the top of the stairs in the inn, and uh Theros and Ironfeld, who you recognize from before, or you've probably met before, um enters the, the pub and says, uh, anyone here uh, with a kender? Good. Oh, my brother. Good. Your Brother. No, no, Kenda. Yeah, yeah, my oh, brother. Did you, think I, did you think I said mine at all? No, I said Kenda. No, no, short little one, big wacky stick, bag Sorry. that jingle jangles as he walks all the time. Your brother. Yeah, yeah, he's we're, we're twins, but he's like two minutes older and he really loves to make a point about it. He's your twin I don't know brother. why people are so confused by this. It seems to happen a lot. Sorry, is there is there something you need to, to say about it? Maybe we shouldn't talk too loud because you know all the commotion. No, never mind, never mind, never mind. Your uh, uh, brother is uh, is down in the shop. It's hiding in the shop. Perhaps you oh, to go and join him. You have told him that everything in there is yours, right? Repeatedly. Probably won't help, but <laughs> she'll set <laughs> off down the stairs. <laughs> I guess we should go with them, Royce. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Theros follows you down, but he grabs a plate of spiced potatoes on his way and tosses a gold coin in the direction of uh, Otik Sandath, the innkeeper, who catches it deftly and nods goodbye. So you make your way down the stairs. Uh, you're all going, I take it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, into uh, Theros's uh, spiffy to see the kind of... Making a Jenga tower out of iron ingots. <laughs> ah, 
guys, hi. Oh, are you crafting over. something? Uh, I, I was. Um, I just I was just keeping my hands busy because as I was so helpfully reminded, they tend to wonder if I didn't keep them occupied. So I was just, and I'm looking at the Theros going, I was just keeping them occupied. Look, they're all here. I counted them. And I pointed at the pile of iron ingots that have, that's fallen over. What's in the bag? Which bag? That one. No, I imagine that is pointing <laughs> at the bag that's probably behind your back. Oh, oh, that bag. Um, you want to open, you want to open it up here? It's, it's got all my things in it, man. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I pour it out bit by bit. Various things. Rope. Mine. That. What was even here? How did you get that? Well, well, well. You left the storeroom unlocked, and I thought that if you left it unlocked, that meant that it was free game. You only pointed at all the things in here, so I assumed that everything in there was all right. Still, I'm no harm done. I'll put them back, and then I start. One by one, ferrying. So tell me, why, why, why are the soldiers looking for this crystal of yours? Well, this was something I was hoping Yanis could enlighten us with. What what is it? Well, if it is what I, the hobgoblin, the goblin soldiers, and everybody here by association think it is, it's um, it's an artifact of uh, Mishakal, the Blue Lady, the, the goddess. It, it that's what it is. No, really. Theros looks at you, askance, like one of those old gods from like 300 years ago. Yeah, yes, exactly. Those exact ones. And for some reason, she, look, I'll just, I'll explain. Uh, and he unwraps it and kind of hefts it up and down in his hand. Uh, Maja, you, you remember uh, after we'd been sailing around the, the coast of Broken Promises and we came into that cove. And there was there was that big pillar of stone, and I said I was going to go climb it. And you said, "What did you say?" I told you that was a ridiculous idea. That was it. See, I didn't remember because I wasn't listening. And I decided I'd swim out over to this pillar, and then inside there was well, I told you, didn't I? I said there was a temple in there. I just neglected to mention it was a temple to Mishakal, who I believe in anyway. It's worth saying. And there were all these avatars and icons and. All made of stone, nothing valuable, really. But then at the bottom of this pool, this rock pool, there was, well, this glinting object at the bottom. And, well, I'm a fairly strong swimmer, so I took a dive. And as I took it up in my hand, something slipped. I caught my foot under a pillar. And, well, uh, well, I'm sure you're aware what happens when you don't breathe underwater. I collapsed. And while I was out, I saw... I saw her, the blue lady. No, really, I'm not making it up. I know that Maggie will tell oh, you that I'm prone... crossing his arms like this now. He's prone to exaggeration, head. but I saw her, the blue lady herself. She spoke to me and told me that she wanted me to bring this to her, which is ridiculous, really, because I don't know where she is for a start. And I woke up on the shore. She saved me. And what do you mean, whatever reason, bring to her? Well... Your guess is as good as mine, Blacksmith. Well, bring it to who where? I believe him. I believe him, but only because it sounds exactly like you, Jan, to go and get yourself trapped in some ancient temple under a load of water I... because you were doing what I described as a ridiculous idea. But a god saved me. And then made you her postman to an address that you don't have. Well, I hardly think a quest of this scale should be, you know, degraded to that of a, you know, simply being a, a courier. There's a more pressing and important thing that you must worry about. 
There are currently guards ransacking the town looking for you. You need to leave. But yes. where would we go? Well, we can start to head north. Uh, there are people in my order who've heard, you know, whispers that the gods may return. And we've been searching. We we found nothing. But maybe, maybe this is why I was meant to meet you. Maybe this is my purpose. You know, I mean, did you did you get a vision from a god as well? Oh uh, well, no. But oh, I, uh, I, oh, so sorry, sorry. My, I just assumed. So carry on. Um, but I, you know, I mean, it's. It feels like this is something very big and important. And I mean, I don't understand many things in the world. Royce explains things to me, but you know, I uh, I am strong and I am loyal. And if this is a gift from the gods that we must deliver to them, I will do all in my power to keep you safe and aid you in your quest. And I will do the cheesy thing. She will get out her axe and put it down and kneel in front of him. <laughs> while she's while she's there, I absolutely while she does that, I absolutely look at Marjorie and Royce like. Um, uh, this is why she's the best. <laughs> I, I lean over to Royce and go, "Is this the part I say rise? Is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, and, I, and I will, I will stand up. <laughs> I like flinch. I'm like, oh god, okay. <laughs> um, thank, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. I, I think, um, Royce, any thoughts about this currently insane situation that we are progressing through? <clears throat> For starters. I know lying very well, and I know liars very well. You are neither of those, so I do believe you. Secondly, I'm pretty lucky, so I might as well come with, uh, because we're good at weaseling out of trouble when I'm around, and I'm not the cause of the trouble for <laughs> once, so I need to revel in this. Yeah, I mean, get those free drinks while they're going, Royce, because uh, he's going to be buying them all of the way. Whoa, whoa, Speaking no, no, of all no, no, of the no, way, no. Royce, sure. You've been, you know, pretty good about getting us out of towns and cities and taverns and inns and basically anywhere where we cause trouble and then we're not supposed to be in anymore. Any chance exactly. you know a way out of this place, you know, that doesn't involve us getting our heads chopped off by guards? Just you head out towards the lake. Head towards Crystalmere Lake. The guards have gone in that direction. Are there boats there? There should be. So on the bank. Oh, then we are good to go. Oh, yeah, we, we love boats. Yeah, we're all about boats. Um, Giannis, the other thing I'm going to recommend, and I cannot stress this enough, is make sure you have that tucked away somewhere securely so no one can see it. I, I will teach you how, if you need <laughs> to, to hide it on your person, because that's going to get us into a lot of trouble. Angie's going to turn to the blacksmith and be like, I don't suppose in all of your... Fantastic skill. She kind of gestures around the workshop. You might be able to fairly quickly whip up out of something. Just a little little lockbox. Do you don't suppose you have one of those at all? Do you? Uh, it cast about. Uh, we we will purchase purchase this with our money. Yeah, that that'll do. Then take it. And uh, Constance will go to give him some some gold for it. No, for, for, no. for your trouble. It's fine. Just. Be safe. What's the point of having uh, an amulet from a god if you can't shoot people? I, I, it's, it's very pretty. Matthew if will take. This truly means the gods are returning, then perhaps, perhaps times will get better. Perhaps things will change. But I suggest you do not speak these words in public around here, especially not while the theocrat rules. That is very wise. <sighs> okay, but. Once, once everything's safe again, 
I am going to wear it all the time. Right, right, right. Look, come on, get up, get out of here before they come back. Head, head towards the lake. There should be some boats there. Cross the lake, and then, well, after that, I guess you're you're on your own. But um, my advice would be perhaps head towards Haven, the capital city. Maybe someone there can help. But yes, there there may be some of my order there who could assist us. That's a good idea. I like the sound of uh, more people like you with big old battle axes on our side. Yanis, put that down. <laughs> she, I imagine she spots you picking something up. This box is yours and you can take it with you and hands it to her and opens it up. It's like, and I know you want to wear it because it's pretty, but now you have a pretty display box to keep it in when we travel and waits okay. until she wants to watch him <laughs> put this in here. Drops it in the box. Okay. Gently. Awesome. So it is half past eight. Let's take a break now. Everyone can refill drinks or anything else they need to do. And then when we get back, you can uh, you can flee solace, I guess. Oh, hello, hello, and welcome back. Hello. Uh, hello. hello. So, allow me to play stay oh. back. We see. So, you're just fleeing solace, which you can see on that map, number one, kind of uh, a third of the way in, down from the bottom, near the lake. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. So, um, you are heading towards the west, towards Christmere Lake. Um, Haven, which is the town that Theros mentioned, um, you can see right on the far left, about two thirds of the way down. Quite a way, to be honest. And normally what you would do is you would take that circuitous road around through the mountains all the way around mm-hmm. the It would take quite a while. However, as Theros points out, the roads right now might not be the best place for you to be. So by boat then, surely, because we could take the river down south and then take the river that goes west. We Certainly have not. sailors here with us. That sounds brilliant. I love boats. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay, amazing. So, um, you start to make your way through the woods to the to the west of Solis, pushing your way through the woods towards Crystal Mallet. In the distance behind you, you can hear the soldiers back in um, back in uh, back in Solis. It's not just those twelve; they've got more now. They've called in reinforcements. The high theocrat is sobered up a little bit, um, and he is absolutely convinced that that uh, that blue crystal is there somewhere, and he is searching that town for what it's worth. So fortunately, you made it out of town and you're pushing your way through the woods. You're kind of going down this kind of dirt trail towards the lake. Ahead of you, you can see what appear to be three robed figures moving along the trail towards you. They look like maybe pilgrims or something like that. They're dressed in brown robes, like uh, hoods covering their faces. And they're moving along slowly, sort of shuffling along slowly along the road. And one of them appears to be limping. And uh, as, as, as you come into sight, one of them goes out, Friends, fellow travellers. I'm going I'm to kind of like lean over towards Constance and say, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, this is highly suspect. <laughs> the three of us, we have got various centres that are going, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> you, I'm sure, thinking, I need to help this person with the limp. I'm telling you now, this is very suspect. We were attacked. My goblins! That's a lie. How many goblins? Many, 
many goblins. Can you be more specific? Can you help us? I, I mean, I we cannot just 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 leave them. Come, and oh, I will yeah. go. I will go to step out. Uh, um, I turned to Royce and I make an insight check. You trained her. The Leaf uh, Pilgrim yeah. looks at you as you step forward, Constance. A knight of Slamnia. Y- uh, come yes. F- come back. This is you so far south. Uh, well, here to help those in, in need as much as I can. What? Um, of course, of course, yes. What? Do, uh, are you hurt? And I do have some medical skills, so I can go to do that. Um, so, do, 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 oh, that's just <laughs> me. I half my head. I I will try and do a medicine. I'm proficient in medicine, so I can do like a first aid thing. As you move towards the uh, injured, mm-hmm. have you heard news of the blue crystal? The uh, a blue crystal, you say? It was stolen from us. Yes, yes, oh. from our order, our holy order. We seek it. Right. Have you seen it? Well. And is it your leg that's damaged, or...? <laughs> M- Matthew's going to lean over to Royce and just be like, so uh, Constance is buying the next round of drinks, huh? Um, can you make uh, some perception checks, please? Yes, yes, I can. Uh, I, I don't have that skill. <laughs> Do you have any skills at all, Jess? Yes! <laughs> Hitting stuff, that's I got five. Five. <laughs> can anyone beat five? As <laughs> Jess, Constance oh, completely blindly carries on. What's, Look, what's the check? She's we... not smart. She's here to hit things, intimidate yeah. things, and she, yeah. Is this uh, an insight check? It is uh, uh, um, um, perception. Oh, I already okay, forgot the word there for a second. A, a viewing of a thing. Hmm. Uh, I got a nice That's more like it. So, nice. as. as uh, one of the uh, pilgrims kind of reaches up. You catch sight of a scaly hand with talons. Now, bear in mind, Don Quinn, there are no dragons, and there are also no dragonborn, because how can you have dragonborn without dragons? That's not something you've ever seen before. So there's there's not any creatures I've seen before that that have... Scaly hands with big claws like that, no. Do, do I see that with my five or not? It's not you, no, only voice. Okay. <laughs> you, with your five, you're completely Everything's oblivious. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I, I think I come bounding up next to Constance. I'm like, um, excuse me. Uh, I hate to intrude and ask questions. That may seem a little invasive. Um, I don't think I've ever seen somebody with the, the talons on the hand. I'm curious. This is a... Uh wrote down over his as a, a curse oh I, interesting I mean surely is that is that what caused your affliction currently or I, how many goblins were there and I thought with like talent it'd be easy to fight them oh, off at least so a little bit many. and we are mere pilgrims fighting is not a and so at this point you notice a clear short sword at one of their wastes. As he as he says, fighting is not our business. That short sword, and that short sword doesn't look like a ceremonial short sword to you. I see, the thing is, I'm really good at spotting a liar. And I like gesture to my swords, uh my short sword did it uh on my side. I'm like, 
I, I can, I can tell that you may be telling us a, a, a little bit of a, a falsity, and I don't want this to be a fight. He, so maybe just come out with it. Where is the crystal right now? In a box. In it's a in bag. The box. <laughs> in the bag. In the one you have on your desk, Russ. <laughs> this this box here. It's in yeah. this box. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. And you can you can hear a sleep humming coming from your bag. Unfortunately, no blue light is. <laughs> I, just, I just I just I just start going. <laughs> one of the one of the oh, uh, pilgrims was like, is that nice. Those are my bees. I'm a beekeeper. And Maggie will step in front of Yannis to entirely like hide his form behind hers. The uh, the creature, the creature, pilgrim. <laughs> what do you mean, Russ? It's just a sad man. <laughs> it's just a turn of phrase. <laughs> the, the pilgrim, a funny claw. Crystal, you have not seen it. Would you like some honey? No, no, I no. Then you will not mind if we get the candy yeah. back. You know what? You know, Constance Royce, just... And she's gesturing for them to stand aside. Why don't you let these lovely travellers come and have a look? No, that's a terrible idea. Just, Why are you suggesting that? It's fine. Please, approach. We should let them have a look, You just Constance. I step aside let, and do as Royce tells me. Because <laughs> something... I'm, is happening here? I don't understand. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. <laughs> no. I've got a dagger ready. <laughs> okay. Behind, yeah. behind measure. Got... Lead pilgrim kind of pushes. You still haven't seen this man or woman's face. You haven't seen. What you've heard is a voice, a slightly sibilant voice. Um, and so just the one of them. Approach. Only one's moving forward. Oh no, no! Some... All of you, please. So what is it? You spreading what out in order doing? to. <laughs> She's going, Masha's going to thunder wave them as soon as Constance and Royce have moved out of the way and they've approached. As soon as they're within that 15 feet, she's going to stamp her hoof and just send them flying. So they move forward slowly, cautiously. And uh, Royce, you you see that the one who had the short sword or the short sword that you saw, you can see a scaly hand is on that short sword. They move forward within about 15 feet, sort of 12 feet, 10 feet. As soon as they get to like the the solid fifteen feet where she knows it's going to hit them, she's going to mm-hmm. shout at Royce. You remember that time in the bar at the port? Yes, and she's going to stamp her hoof and cast thunder wave and just knock okay. them flying. Okie dokie. How does thunder wave work? Um, so uh, I create a wave of thunderous force, damaging creatures and pushing them back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a saving throw. Okay. Uh, they take half on. Uh, a successful constitution saving throw and don't get pushed. Lovely. What is the DC of the saving throw? Uh, my spell DC is 13. 13. Okay, they've got plus one. Here is my trusty D20. The first one has rolled a five. Plus one is traditionally six. That is a fail. second yep. one has rolled a 16. That's one is 17. That's a pass. And a one. Huh. Uh, so we got two failures and a success. Yep. And how much damage so does it It is two, two D8. Ooh, it's a lot of damage. Uh, so that's going to be six, seven, eight, nine uh, thunder damage. And the mm-hmm. ones that failed are pushed 10 feet away. 
Okay, so you stamp um, your hoof on the ground and it's kind of like, it's like Hulk style and then... Yeah, it's also the spell effect, uh, the thunderous boom is audible out to 300 feet. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, a little bit okay. loud, but yeah. it does knock at least two of them flying okay. and hopefully so, knocks those hoods down. Okay, so two of them go flying and yes, the hoods do come down to reveal scaly, lizard-like faces as they tumble to the floor. The other one staggers back a bit, slightly wounded, not nearly as wounded as the others. Now, let me see if I have a picture of them. These are very, very tiny pictures, and I can't actually see which is which. Bear with me one second. Faces. They've got claws, they've got short swords, um, and they do not look happy. Let's roll initiative. Okay. What kind of initiative oh role are we doing? Um, I think in this case, again, it's going to be a dexterity check. There's nothing, nothing funky going on here. Lovely. Someone's got a very music, musical table. Is that you, then? <laughs> got a very musical sounding table. Someone, whenever they roll, it sounds like a like a guitar chord being yeah. struck. It's really cool. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I just got a nine, so that isn't mm. the best. What did everyone else get? Nineteen. Nineteen. Wow. Sixteen for Magia. Yeah. Twenty-two. Whoa. Wow. Just, wow, just me. I think Constance just did not understand the plan, and so is just standing there like, "What? Uh, why so are you not the mobile?" <laughs> yeah. The pilgrims got seven. They got seven. Mm. Oh wow! They really weren't expecting it. No. Okay, let's put the initiative on the screen so people can see. And should we? change us to this so we can so Royce you are the first to react I'll see you there <laughs> um, I think would I be able to successfully sneak attack anybody right now because they weren't they were thrown off is my first yep, question I think that's fine. then I will take out my silver dagger yep. um, relatively simple dagger with like a little bit of silver inscription on like the hilt that just says lucky mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna go for a very quick little jab. <clears throat> oh, there boy, that could have been better. Uh, that was an 11 to hit. Ooh, an 11. It kind of glides off this creature's scaly skin. And it kind of naturally armored. It's tough. The dagger just can't quite penetrate. Mm. Is there anything else you were doing? It's okay. I think I'm good. Okay. In that case, next it is Yanis. Uh, so... I'm gonna um uh holding the the hoopak. Great word. Just gonna kinda go, ah, okay, so I uh, think the way I think when I wanna help people but the other direction. And then I like jab the um the hoopak at the floor and mm -hmm. I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Um Ooh. which apparently according to this just deals them damage. I don't have to roll any dice. Um <laughs> okay. it, it envelops, envelops them in radiant. Um, it's radiant damage in case they take extra from that kind of Okay. Thing. And um, how much radiant damage is it? It's one d eight. How many of them? Just one or all three? Um, I can uh, I can only do it to one. I think that's one. probably okay. the caveat. So you've got two um, two are more wounded than than the other, and those two are lying on the ground at the moment. So which one are you going for? Well, the one that's the most direct threat. So the one that still stood up. That's the closest. Yeah. No, it's the middle one that stood up, isn't it? So the first mm. and the third one. Yeah, whichever one's still stood up, I'll go for that one because okay. the other two are less of a threat. So, jabs the the hoop pack at the ground, 
and I imagine this bright white flame kind of like erupts along the ground and then but at the same time what, as that happens, the box containing the blue crystal pendant explodes and bright blue light floods out of the corners of your backpack and the standing uh, the standing creature hisses, goes Yeah, so there's kind of like this Oh my god uh, everything <laughs> happens all at once. Okay. Um, um, yeah, eight for eight points of damage I rolled. Ouch. Ouch. Mm. Um, the, uh, the, the creature, the draconian, for that is what it is, uh, staggers back in pain as this like blinding light just envelops it, clutches at its chest. Good to know. I stars, what? What magic is this? Magic. This guess is as good as mine. So we've still got the one, the one in front that seems mm-hmm. to be the kind of leader of this little charlatan group. Mm-hmm. Um, Mashi is going to bound up and just be like, I'll show you what kind of magic this is. <laughs> and um, we'll cast Force Punch. Ooh, Force Punch. Okay. Uh, so it's a melee punch. spell attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me find, oh gosh, what am I adding to this? It's charisma, right? <laughs> uh, so that's going to be a, it's a dirty, no, it's not a dirty 20. I can't do math. 15, 18. It is a hit. Um, they take 3d8 force damage. So how does this work? Does it like envelop your own fist and then... It's, uh, yeah, it's just a force punch. It just imbues her fist with the power right. of force oh, damage. And excellent, just, excellent. So you're playing, you're playing a faster. Face. I cast fist. <laughs> That's, uh, eight points of force damage. Ooh, nice. And uh, I, have, I have an ability from my traveler archetype. Mm-hmm. The after called Flutter. So after I cast a first level spell or higher, I can teleport a short distance to an unoccupied space I can see. Mm-hmm. The max range is equal to five feet plus five feet per level of the spell, so ten okay. feet. Yep. If that's close enough for her to teleport beside one of the other ones, yes, she'll she'll do that. Okay. Just to freak them out a bit. Okay, that would freak them out. Um, one of them goes like, says not happy so is that you done that is me done okay who's next me it is me we're actually in a line of order of initiative which is very satisfying visually i uh, i'm gonna see uh magia just like went to town on these people so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna use uh my ability as a marshal um so i'm gonna use i'm just getting to it there what's it where is it so i'm gonna use my commanding presence uh Mm -hmm. so um, instead of taking the attack action, I'm going to allow a friendly creature uh, to make an attack instead. So I'll be like, Maggie, hit him again! Um, and you can use your reaction to either cast a cantrip or make a weapon attack. Ooh. Um, nice. In which case... Uh, so I can cast a cantrip? Yes, so it's a cantrip or a weapon attack. Uh, I will use my Altered Strike cantrip then, which allows me to briefly transform my weapon or my fist into another material and strike with it, making a melee weapon attack against the target in my reach. Um, So she is going to transform her, I guess, her horns Mm -hmm. um, into cold iron. And they change shape and just try to gore the one that she's teleported next to. Okay. Um, that was on the ground as well. On the ground, isn't it? Yeah. Does that give me an advantage? Because they're down. Um, 
Or is yeah, that kind of cancelled out? Why not? Have advantage. Why not? Okay, so, uh, oh gosh, that is 10 even with advantage. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> it's that whole thing being seven feet tall and trying to headbutt something really low. It's not easy to do. Should have kicked him. Yeah. Yeah. You've got hooves <laughs> down there. <laughs> All right, I will, um, so I've done that, that's kind of my action, and then I'm going to run up to, as my, for my movement, to the one that is still mm-hmm. standing with my axe, mm-hmm. and I'll scream while I do it as well, just to try and get their attention. Okay. And be a hero. And yeah, for now. Okay, uh, next, is that them? Mm-hmm. It's the initiative tracker gone. Yes, it's them. Okay, so the, uh, the draconians hiss with anger and pain. The one still standing, the one standing, uh, which you could just run up to, Constance, pulls out a short sword and thrusts it in your direction. At me? At you. How very dare they? Pardon? Armor class, please. My armor class is 13. 13. That is but going to be a hit. I have parrying on my battle axe. Okay, so. So I can roll a d4. That's a four I rolled. Okay, which takes you up to 17. Uh, so you deflect the blow, but do you deflect the second one? I don't know. It Tell is. me. <laughs> 13. I think that's going to hit, isn't it? And my armor class is 13. Okay. I, so the, I can only use my parrying once, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So the, uh, the short sword slips under your armor and does four points of piercing damage as the uh, draconian hisses and says, Die, knight, die! I came to help them. That's like a lot. Four points, okay. <laughs> so there's one on the ground next to Magia who stands and then does a similar thing pulls out a short sword and swings it in an underhand cut in an attempt to cut through the sorcerer's robes. Um, the first roll is a 7 plus 10. is going to... Oh, no, you've got a very low AC, don't you? An AC of 9. Ah, okay. So that's four points of piercing damage as that, as that short sword slips into your robes. Ouch. And the second roll is a 2, which takes it up to a 5. The second one misses. And then the final one was uh, were you next to the final one, weren't you, Royce? Yes. yes. So it does the same thing, stands up and attempts to skewer you with a short sword. I can say it, short sword. Short sword. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's good to have a tavern. <laughs> Two plus three is five, that's a miss. And 20 oh, yeah. is a hit. Ouch. Unfortunately. Ouch, ouch, ouch. That is going to be eight points of piercing damage. Eight, eight, eight? eight critical hit. That is that. That is that is my max HP. Yeah, you're on zero. Yeah, Yanis, do something. Oh well. <laughs> is it? Is it? Whose turn is it? We just Moise go first. straight up the chain. Oh, oh, sorry, it's Moise first. Uh, so Moise, you're on zero hit points. So I think it's a death save from you. Okay. Oh lord. Terrifying. Uh, that's a three. That is a great noise when you roll that dice. That was a fantastic noise. Um, a three. That is one failed death save. Great. I'm sure you'll be fine. I am sure Yanis will get to you in time with some of that nifty clerical healing magic. Who is next after Royce? Me, I think. Okay. So yes, true to my true to my word, I'll I'll bound over, um, kind of to Royce uh, and uh, is it better? Can I just heal Royce? I don't have to stabilize them. I can just heal. Yeah. Fabulous. Then I will cast. Cure wounds. Um, blue so crystal I, glows, bright blue, and the draconians hiss 
I uh, would like to ask a question. So yeah. I have um, healer uh, as my archetype, and I have heal up, which allows me to add my wisdom modifier. But I already add my ability score modifier to healing anyway. So do I add it twice? Or... I'll be adding twice then in that case. Yeah. Fabulous. That's good to Ooh. know. So that's eight points of hit points back to Royce. Is that you back, back to full back. health? Yeah. Wow. What a whirlwind. And 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 a miracle and then, as well with this healing going on. And who's who's who's? Uh, oh, I can't do that. Never mind. Uh, can I do that with? Are any of those bonus actions? No, sadly, I don't think that Sacred Flame is uh, is a bonus action. So that's everything that I can do. Okay, who's next? V next. Yeah. Um. So there's still one beside Magia, right? Mm-hmm. How's he looking? Um, a bit battered. I mean, it's hard to tell with a sort of draconian. You're not really 100 percent sure what what their facial expressions would look like and things like that. But it's, uh, Okay. He's been he's been whacked about a bit, put it that way. She's gonna grab her quarter staff off her mm-hmm. back and cast the altered strike cantrip again and again okay. transform it uh, transform it into cold iron, this solid okay. quarter staff of cold iron, mm. and just around her head just going like she's swinging at a ball, just right, right. go for a big old strike. Okay. Um so I use my spell casting ability for attack and damage. Uh that's gonna be 19. 19 is an easy hit. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to find where my spell casting ability is again here. It's down here. Uh, it's just going to be plus three. Sorry, I'm just trying to find the damage to my quarter stuff. 1d6. Uh, I think it's d6. Yeah. I think. Uh, so it's going to be six in total. Okay, that's enough to finish it off, though. You swing the staff around your head with this massive, massive whack. Whack it about the head knocking it into a cartwheel sideways, and it slumps to the ground. When it hits the ground, you notice something weird. It kind of, as it hits the ground, it's like a sudden, like it suddenly weighs like 10 times what it weighed two seconds ago. Hmm. And it lies there motionless, almost too motionless. I think Magia regards this, but is very disturbed by the fact that there's another one of these creatures standing over a barely conscious Royce and her brother. So I'll use uh, my Flutter ability to then teleport behind the next one and hope that freaks them out a little bit. It does. (laughs) They they look shocked, as as much as you can tell how a a Draconian looks shocked. Sorcery! Hi, sorcery! So who's next? Is me. Okay. What are you so doing? One in front of me and one standing over Royce and uh Yanis. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is correct. Well, uh yeah, I'll do the hero thing. Even this one right in front of me, I'm gonna use my bow to try and shoot the one over uh, uh my comrades, Royce and Yanis. So I'm gonna try and shoot them with my longbow. Okay. Despite the fact that this one's standing right in front of you. I suppose that would that would hurt me, wouldn't it? Because I'm really up close. Mm. Yeah, I'll just hit it with my. I'll hit the one in front of me with my battle axe. That's what I intended to do. Okay. Yeah, because that'll give me too much disadvantage otherwise. Um, okay, so I go to hit with that's just fourteen. So hit. Oh, amazing! Excellent! Cool! Perfect! Love it! Let's let's hit this thing. Uh, uh, six. That's six points of piercing damage. Another one bites the dust. Your uh, battle axe slams into the chest of mm-hmm. this dragon, 
And then as you pull it back, you find, hang on, your battle axe isn't pulling back out of the creature like it should. Could you make a dexterity saving for it, <laughs> Yes. Uh, I think I might have... Uh... No, I don't have proficiency in that. That's uh, a 19. Um, it's hard. Uh, you know, for a moment, your axe is trapped in the draconian's body, which, as you watch, appears to have turned to stone. Your battle axe is embedded in a statue. And as you pull, you pull, you just about manage to pull the axe free just before the, the statue solidifies around the axe. That's weird. It is weird. I've never seen yeah. that before. I have Properly not. weird. Um, mm. And when I've managed to pull my axe out, I am going to then run over to, to Royce and try mm. and get uh, in a defensive pose okay. to try and protect them from the... Um, Try and protect from the other code. one, remaining one. Yes. Okay. And who is next? You. The remaining one. Okay. Uh, the draconian looks at Royce, looks at Constance, got his short sword in its hands, tries to decide who to stab, tries to decide who's the greatest threat. You did just pretty much destroy one right in front of it. So it decides that Constance is the greatest threat. And with a Final hiss raises the short sword above its head and just tries to bring it down centrally on the top of your head as hard as it possibly can. I will try and parry to bring my axe up to block it. Okay. That's it a rolls. Default. We'd like to call 14. Uh, my, my AC is 13 and I rolled a 2 for the parry. So I think okay, I'm so okay. So you block it with your axe and quickly it spins around and swings in under the axe going for your body. This that's one, rude. it rolls. I don't know whether that skull is a one or a twenty. I, I think it's a one. Side, which means it's a one. Yes, definitely a one. It definitely <laughs> sounds like a one. Definitely a one. <laughs> so, um, it just bounces off your breastplate, that solid okay. breastplate, which is a your father's very, breastplate. very reliable. Uh, okay, back to the start of the initiative round. Where are we? With Royce. There. What does Royce do? Uh, I'm going to. I think scramble to my feet and make another dagger attempt. I'll worry about how I feel later about nearly dying. <laughs> All right, dagger work for me. Beautiful. That is a non-natural twenty. Oh, that's better. That's more like it. That is a hit. Um, in question, because of how close Constance is to the enemy as well, would this fall under the uh, way for sneak attack? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. It also thought you were dead. In fairness, it's probably like not expecting a dagger to suddenly come up yeah. from the person that it just laid down. Yeah, probably, yeah. Beautiful. All right, let me get to some rolls. Okay. And stab it time. It's not the greatest stab in the world, but it'll do. Uh, four. Wait, no. Nope. Five. Five. Attack. attack die. But that is enough to finish it off. You thrust <laughs> your dagger into the draconian. Could you make please, A, the Sophie Savings Road, as it turns to stone and starts to solidify around your dagger. Dexterity mm. save? You got this. All right, that is a 19. You get the dagger back just in time as the draconian turns to stone. <sighs> that was odd. None of you have ever seen anything like that before. Who are these, what are these creatures? Why do they want a blue crystal pendant? Why do they turn to stone when you kill them? And they're all fully stone now. Like, mm. if I were to knock on one yep. of them, they'd be good, right? They're solid stone. They don't, like, crumble away or anything. On me, they appear to be solid stone. Can I, I snap I, something, like a claw off or something? <laughs> That's a <laughs> to, to... Make a strength check. Okay. 
just a 12, actually. It wasn't too good. Uh, yeah, he was like, 12, yeah. I want to put it in my pocket to take with me in case there's <laughs> someone that knows about this. Fair enough, fair enough. As I get to my feet, what is going on? Can we just address that for a minute? What is going on? Your magical pendant is attracting everything. Look, look, let's get one thing clear. It's not my magical pendant. It's the blue lady's magical pendant. I'm just holding on to it for the moment. I didn't ask you for it. You got tasked to be the postman, look. brother. It's your pendant. Yeah, I, they are shooting the messenger on this one. What? Are you okay, what Royce? Are these? Yes, Royce, are you, yeah. are you well? I saw Yanis uh, do his magic on you. Are you well now? Uh, I feel... Uh, good minus the uh, initial uh, shock of being stabbed so so bad so fast, but um, I'll be I'll be okay. Uh, my clothes are a little uh, a little messy, but that's fine. Well, we we can we can fix them. It's not a problem. Yeah, no, I'm trying not to think about it too much. Magical. I've weighed a hand, and they the clothes stitch back up. Okay. Thanks. Magical Pat Royce on the shoulder as she goes round to the statue that Constance is at. Um, could I see if this looks like anything that I've heard tales of before out on the sea? Because there's lots of, you get lots of weird myths and legends between port towns mm. and sailors. Yeah, sure. I, I have Arcana as a skill proficiency and one of the, um, specialties that I took, you get like two at first level was monstrosities. I don't know okay. if that would apply here, but Let's this looks that, kind yeah. of monstrous to match here. Let's give that a try. Yeah. Yeah. Monstrosity seems reasonable. Uh, so, uh, would this be wisdom since she's recalling stuff that she knows? Intelligent. Intelligent. So that will be 15. Would this, does my specialty apply? Do I get the expertise? Yeah, you can have the default, yeah. uh, so, that will be 15. 18. That's right, a good one. Um, you do know something. You know for a certainty that these creatures are not only not natural to Krim, they've never been seen before on Krim. You know this. This is like, this is something new, brand new. Magic will turn to the group and be like, you know, I've heard a lot of stories out on the sea and you hear a lot of weird things in port towns with everyone coming in and out. But, but this, I mean, not this, literally never heard of this. I mean, I've heard of people being turned to stone by other creatures and I've heard of weird, terrible beasts with wings you know, sea monsters and everything, but on land, things turning to stone when you kill them, not so much. Um, Russ, can I make a history roll? Mm. I have a skill proficiency in that. Would that tell me anything? Are there any from before the 300 years ago? Sure, make a roll. With which... Uh... That would be intelligence as well. Okay, great. <laughs> Your strongest score. <laughs> That's a 16, minus 2, but plus 2 is my fish. So 16. You kind of come to the same conclusion, really. This is something new. There's no record of these creatures in the history books that you were taught at school. Yeah. I have never heard of this, and my mother used to tell tales and and stories about creatures and never in this, and in none of my training to be a knight did we hear of any of these creatures. Well, these, these look... These look like what people say. People say dragons are like. They. This is the closest description to any story I've ever heard. But, but they're large and have all wings. Three statues crumble to dust before your very eyes. 
their robes just fall down around them on top, like that bit where Obi Wan Kenobi dies in uh, in, uh, in Star Wars. Ah, that makes so much sense. Magia kicks through like the the stone dust piles. Are there any belongings left over that weren't turned to stone? Yeah, so the swords, uh, they're there, the robes are there, just a a couple of trinkets are there, a couple of gold coins are there. Um, But the bodies themselves, the creatures themselves, are just just dust. And there's no like religious symbols or iconographies on pendants or brooches or anything that might... Yeah, so the leader has a ring. And on that ring, there is a symbol. It's kind of like... It's like a dot with five lines coming out of it, with five with a dot at the end of each of those five lines. Can I, can I roll religion? Yes. Fabulous. As you'll hand it off to Yanis. Um, this looks like your your area. So that's plus, that's uh, 15 in total. Ah, long, long pass with the symbol of Tarkesis, the god of evil, the goddess of evil, the five-headed dragon god. No, 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 no. Oh. There's also something else you know. These constellations in the sky of Krim represent the gods. Each god has a constellation. And, you know, people basically assume the gods were fairy tales pretty much these days if they ever even did exist. But, you know, you'd look up and you'd be able to see the constellation of Meshachal or the constellation of Paladine or the constellation of Tarkesis. But when you look up at the sky... All the constellations are there apart from two big black holes where stars should be. The constellations of Paladine, the god of good, and Tarkesis, the god of evil, they're gone. Oh, it's definitely a day of firsts. <sighs> I pulled it out to Magia first, because she'll know straight away, because obviously we navigate by the stars when you're mm-hmm. on a boat. And I'll say... Anything missing? She looks up. That's not right. And she'll like move around a bit as if she's trying to navigate around the trees yeah. just to make sure it's not hidden behind some <laughs> yeah. of the forest trees. Like, yeah, well, no, hold, those hold. are definitely missing. Um, I'll hold the ring out to the other two. Do, do either of you recognize this at all? Would I recognize it, Russ? For an intelligence of seven, let's say no. It's, uh, would I, with an intelligence of 14? Yes. Twice as much. I'll look at Constance for the first time, probably, even when I was being chased by um, the pro theocrat or whatever. I mm. didn't look this serious. <laughs> this is the sigil of Tarkesis, the goddess of evil, to put it plainly, if I'm honest. And um, this symbol is based on uh, her constellation. You know, the gods are represented in the sky by constellations. We travel the night sky on boats by them. And this particular one is missing. Just and magic in the other. background, shouting over the top of Yanis. It's just, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> they shouldn't be gone. Stars don't just disappear. Not just this one, but Paladine as well. The the goddess of good, the, 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 the good dragon. Um, I don't know what it means. Any ideas, anyone? It means the stars are uh, gone. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know that, Marge. We're trying to work out what that means, though. Is there a history of this ever happening before? Ooh, that is also going to be a history check. Lovely. I'll do well, a religion I... check. Can I jump uh, in on the history check too? Sure. That's 23 on a religion check. Hmm. Okay. 
To the best of your knowledge, this means that the gods, the missing gods, are not currently in the heavens. They are, in fact, here on Kryn. <laughs> I think uh, I think I just start kind of giggling, but hysterically. <laughs> no, 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 that's I, not good laughter, Yanis. Do you, do you want to share with everyone? Um, I'm going very quickly. I'm going to very quickly check for Mishakul's constellation Mishical's as well. Still there. Okay, that's fine. And, and then I go. And you couldn't pop down and get your own bloody anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if this is to be believed, when the gods left Kryn, they went to the heavens. And then I point out the Blue Lady's constellation, Mishakul, well, Paladin Tarkesis. If they're not up there, it means they're um, here. In the necklace? No. Okay. On Kryn. Here, like, like where... wandering around yeah. on two legs or four legs? I don't know how many legs gods have. That has like people? Yet... Yet to be seen. I'm not an expert. I don't get visions or anything, but they're here somewhere, if if this is true, if the mythology is believed. You, you just had to go and drown in a pool, didn't you? Our parents are pirates. We live half our life on the sea, and you drown in what? A 10-foot pool? On boats. On boats, Smash. On boats. Right. So, well, I don't know what any of that means, but we made a lot of noise here, and so I think we should... Uh, get out of this town and uh, head on the boat as per the original plan to get towards Haven. That's something I can do. How many robes were left behind and how big are they? Three robes. They're humanoid size, but very large for humanoids. Because they've got to, those draconians had wings as well, which, well uh, which were hidden under the robes. Maybe we could make ourselves look even less conspicuous, uh, Majin notwithstanding, uh, by using the robes just, just a little bit. If we run into anyone else, they'll assume maybe we're on the same page. Uh, if we run into more of those things, then they might just bypass us. I mean, Minotaur on a boat, not really that mm. unusual. Sure, let's let's take them if we think that's a, a useful strategy. I think we should get to those boats as quickly as possible. Okay. Yes. So the, uh, the lake is just another half mile through the woods. You push your way through the woods and you find yourselves on the shore of the lake. There are indeed a couple of boats moored up against a little jetty there. And on the other side of the lake, you can see, up on the other side, you can see there's mountains and the forest of darkened wood on the other side. Right on the side of the lake, there's a, big, there's a particularly big mountain. Um, you, you know it's called Prayer's Eye Peak because of the shape of it. It's like two, two um, peaks. Peaks next to each other, almost about two hands praying with a sort of like a V shape nestled in the bottom. Um, it's, it's well known um, that the view from that place is spectacular. Oh, I, I didn't get that. That just cut out. Was that for anyone else? Yeah, yeah it cut out. Okay, so uh, there is, there's a mountain on the other side of the lake mm-hmm. in, the, in the mountain range. It's called Prayers Eye Peak. Um, it's called that because it looks like two hands praying through separate peaks. Uh, at the centre of those two hands, there's a sort of nestled spot, which is a great lookout point where you can see pretty much half of Abenazinia from there. It's like well known. Um, it's quite a track up there. People don't do it often. But if you go up there, it's a heck of a vantage point. So How many boats are there? Yeah. Uh, two boats. Two boats. Okay, boats each of which could easily take all of you. Magi will inspect whichever one looks the most seaworthy just to make sure it is, in fact, 
seaworthy because sinking in the middle of this lake would not only be terrible, but <laughs> also deeply embarrassing. Good idea. Do you want to make a water vehicles check? Yes. Um, what would this use? Um, wisdom? wisdom, I think, for this one. Nice. Um, let me just check. I'm proficient with water vehicle stuff. Yeah, so proficiency bonus. And I have... Okay. Oh, that's a horrible roll. Um, that's a six. Uh, you know, really, it's too dark. It's, you can't tell. And this it's is slightly, still bleeding a bit, you know. <laughs> this is a slightly weird design as well. It's not like the designs you have back at home. It's like it's a totally not different as good. Shape, not as good, no, clearly. I'm gonna I'm gonna give us could I oh, I could have aided, I could have given you an expert expertise die, although I don't think that would have helped much on no, the really. no, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, um can can I also, I have an ability to sense weather. If I observe an outside area for a minute, I can predict the weather within the next 24 mm. hours. Okay. I can't foresee magical changes, but just yeah. want to make so, sure, like, is, are we going to have really all, because our luck has not been good thus far. <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah, you do sense there is rain coming. You'll see Magia looking really weird, like sniffing at the air. Mm. Almost like when you see like a bull huffing. We should get going. Rain is coming. Uh, uh, okay, very well. And, sounds um, come from the from the forest which you emerge. You can hear the sounds of shouting, and you can see lights in the woods. Everybody in the boat. In the boat. In the boat. <laughs> I'm gonna quickly whilst whilst Magia was inspecting the boats, quickly write a note that says your your vessel has been commandeered by the Knights of Salamnia for the greater good of Bryn. Uh, <laughs> Many apologies, and I'm going to leave a few gold coins next to the note where the boat was. Constance, at this by the by the point you finished with, slowly yeah. starting to like. Yeah. yeah, I will run okay. and jump on the boat off the. Okay. Yeah. Did you jump on the boat um, from the tree line? Goblins emerge. They've got short swords and they're dressed in leather tunics and they're carrying lanterns. They emerge from the tree lines, and one of them points out and shouts in something in goblin. Does anyone speak goblin? Let's assume someone does. Shouts, there they are. There, get them. And the goblins start to come out of the woods. There must be a dozen or more. I'll get my bow out <laughs> and I'll look and see if there's any with bows and go to target them first. If not, they don't appear to have bows. All right, closest one then. Are they rowboats or sailing boats? These are rowboats. Oh, okay. Magia will do the thing where, like, she's just pushing it out as far into the water yeah. and she can wade out quite far because she's tall. And then mm -hmm. there's a horrible rocking as she eventually gets on and just starts rowing them as hard as okay. she can. Uh, is I anyone, anyone on the boat well. is on the shore? Is that correct? We're all yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And you're just taking a shot from the boat. I'm balancing. I'm very dexterous. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Cool. Kill a goblin. Uh, go on. Be stylish. Shoot, shoot a goblin. <laughs> what is that? A six or a nine? That's a nine. That's better. Uh, that's just a twelve. A twelve. Well, the goblin's armor class is unfortunately thirteen. Sue, your shot flies wide. An eighteen. Can I also make a shot with my shot? Poof! That is not good. That is a nat one. The dice does not like me. Yeah, your uh, your shot just lands in the water halfway. Just I've I've slinged an eighteen. Oh, that's a good shot. Okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, that is, yeah, that's, um, does your dex, dex benefit add to your damage as well, or just your attack, it's just your attack, attack roll? It can um, do, depending on certain things, but, uh, right. it, should, it should be on your, uh, character. Yeah, well, no, 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 just two points, just two points of damage. Okay, so you clip, you clip a, you clip a goblin about the head, and it staggers back a bit, and clutches its head, 
as the rowboat sort of moves out of range of the shore. You can probably have another round of shots if you want before you just yes. get in the cover. Yeah. 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 I've rolled a nine again. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sixteen. Yes, we, got a hit. we have a hit. Okay. So for damage, do 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 do. And I can say short bow. I'm powerful. Yeah, there's a short sword. Uh that is five damage. Okay. You take a goblin out, the goblin char the lead goblin charging down towards the shore that looked like he was probably intent of throwing himself into the water and swimming after you. You just take him out with a quick short bow shot, just like and he just crashes down on the on the on the sort of edge of the water as the, the waves just lap over him, and you disappear off into the darkness, into the centre of Crystalmere Lake, heading across the lake towards the other side. Well, the lake's pretty calm, and it only takes you about half an hour to cross it. And you find yourself on the other side of the lake after about half an hour. Um, presumably, what you drag here, or were you heading down the river? Was that the plan? Are they both options? Can we there go are down two options. You yeah. could go down the river. Or you could cross the lake. Would this boat be seaworthy enough to go down the river? Let me put the map up again for you, so you uh, have a bit more of an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Without without being a meta, meta are both options. Can we take either option? Yeah. Fabulous. My vote's for down the river then, because that's where I feel safest. Because okay. I'm vote. pressing this, and it's not changing the layout. Just, so I don't know what's going on. You need to click oh, yeah. add the stream for the image. No, Are there okay. any more boats on the other side of the lake that look no, like not on this side of the lake? No, just only on the sides you left from. Because ideally, we want to find something that sails rather than rows if we're going mm. all the way down the river. Yeah, well, um, wouldn't the river flow in that direction because it's going out to sea? So mm. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, you can see where you are. You're at the Crystal Mere Lake up there. Prayers Eye Peak is at uh, thirteen to the left. And the river heads south alongside the road, as you can see. What's? Uh, oh yeah, that's oh that's true. Is it literally adjacent to the road? Because that will those roads will be. I mean, it can be seen from the road. Yeah. Right. And then Gateway is a small a town, which obviously you've been passing very get, close to. Once we get through Gateway, we'd be off. We wouldn't be on the road. Whereas the road, mm -hmm. well, we, if we're trying to avoid the roads, we can mm -hmm. either go. We could basically risk it from here to Gateway and then we're, we're away from the road or we could go over the mountain and then we don't take the road at all. I'm thinking that maybe we go via River to Gateway because we've got a head start now oh. on mm -hmm. those goblins chasing us. They're yeah. going to have to yeah. take the road and deal with all those difficulties and anyone yeah. else waiting along it looking for us, which also, means we can get into Gateway, yeah. supply up, find out if anyone else knows what's going on with the blue glowy stuff and the weird things turning into statues that's and then we can either leave by river or by road from there it's a safe it's a it's a what you call it and um, it's a safer position as well isn't it on the river i suppose it's harder to ambush us because mm. they've got a fire from the shore or do like they can't we, i mean they can, can see us coming but we can see them yeah. coming too whereas on the road they can set yeah. up an ambush much easier and we've got mm. really efficient bows to shoot them with from the boat anyway so yeah. And you're really good at it, yeah. I know, that's, yeah. And good at controlling We had the warm-up. Mm. All right, so we're going south down the river is the answer to that question, okay. I believe. Okay, so I think that Mash is going to be in charge of this particular endeavour. Mm -hmm. I would like a water vehicles check, please. Okay, so I gain an expertise dies on checks made to control or navigate water vehicles. Can I upgrade her expertise, though, by aiding? Are you trained also in... 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't be very helpful. Like, have you thought about doing it like this? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do all the time. Yeah, you have to be trained in the same skill. Okay, cool. You can't, you can't mansplain boats to her, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Yanis is helping by repeating things that, like, you'd learned is from our parents. You haven't actually my, done. My dog helps when I try to do stuff. Yeah. Is, it, is it kind of like that? I'll say things like, remember, you've got to row both at the same time, otherwise you'll just go in circles. Stuff like that. Um, <laughs> just, it's, just, it's just Nashi being like, like you did that time, Dad put you on a boat. and <laughs> I, I don't have proficiency in water vehicles because I took ocarina as a musical instrument. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I'll help. Good I'll play a jaunty, a jaunty or haunting ocarina tune as we go down the river. Okay. Um, what ability am I using for this? Uh, this is going to be strength, I think. Okay, that's okay. So that is an 18, 19, 20, 21, wow. 22, 20, wow. 24 in total. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. got one thing. <laughs> okay, you head down the river and you make good time heading down the river at rapid speed. You do see lights on the road as you travel down the river and you hear voices on the road. It looks like soldiers. I'll stop playing Marcarina. <laughs> Mag Magia will tell everyone, just like, shh, sound travels on the river and like just gets everyone to like hunker down in mm, the boats, gets any lights out. Check, I think, or like group checks. So for a group check, everyone makes a check and the group succeeds if more than half of you succeed. So three of you will need to succeed in this check. The DC of this check is a 12. So we need three people to get 12 or more on a stealth check. 15. Stealth Dex, did you say? 40. Stealth, yeah, Dex. 21. 19. Fabulous. Like, I got it two, twice. You just didn't yeah. stop talking, did you, Yanis? I didn't stop playing the, the ocarina, actually. Well. Right, okay. Magic just takes it off him in the end. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Well, you still managed to slip past the soldiers on the road. They don't notice you slipping past in the boat, despite... Yanis's attempt <laughs> to change that situation. And you make your way down the down the river. It's um ooh, it's probably sort of half the night's travel to get to Gateway. So we're gonna have what is called an exploration challenge. Ooh. So normally I wouldn't actually say it's an exploration challenge, I just do it, but we're kind of demoing um level up a little bit here. So um I'm gonna kind of explain a little bit how it works as I do it so the so the people who aren't familiar with them will know. So an exploration challenge is a group group uh, challenge which uh, uh they're generally quite freeform. So any solutions you come up with will be fine. Um there's suggested solutions in the challenge. So this challenge is as you approach the river, there's some river rapids running over some rocks with a little waterfall and your boat is rushing towards these rapids and these rocks. Now it's up to you what you do. You can come up with any solution to this particular problem. What are you gonna what are you gonna do about this problem? I think immediately Constance looks to uh Maggie to kind of do this because I'm like she's like, you know, boats, what do we do? Um can Magia tell just from her experience how much damage these rapids would do? Is this uh it's gonna well, toss everyone out and shatter? This, the boat? this will sink your boat, yeah. Mm. Now, in your opinion, if you were to make a decent uh, water vehicles check and the other people were to mm -hmm. balance the boat appropriately, making good dexterity checks, mm -hmm. a group check of that nature, you think you can navigate those rapids. However, if you fail that group check, your boat is going to sink. Hmm. We'll be swimming and walking then. Yeah. 
Oh no. Um, how how easy would it be to slow the boat down enough? How easy would how, it be to slow? It? How would you do that? So if Magia put both oars against the current to create like mm -hmm. a, a water buffer, mm -hmm. to kind of slow the boat down, and then I could use my hoop hack, and we could use other long things to kind of gently like push us through the rapids. We'd go very okay. very slowly and probably lose a lot of time. Okay, I think it would be a similar situation as if you're making strength checks rather than dexterity checks. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> really? So. Okay. Well, Magia's going to be making a water vehicles check, whatever. Magia found yeah. out that it was going to rain soon. Would it mm -hmm. be possible for them to pause just long enough for the rain to start? Because mm -hmm. the rain picking up will raise the water level, which will make the rocks of the rapid less close to the boat as they're floating on it. Would that Tell be what, Using that knowledge will give you advantage on your check. Okay. So you wait, you wait for the rain to start, um, which mm -hmm. you predict is in another 10 minutes before you get into the fast bit of the rapids. You slow down before you get to that bit. 10 minutes later, the rain starts, just as you predicted, just as you knew, and you're so, ready to, to enact your plan. We're right. doing strength or dexterity checks. What are we best at um, collectively? The difficulty is everyone has to do the same, because it's one strategy or the other. It doesn't assume, matter for me, because I'm making the water vehicles, vehicles check. Yeah. So. I assume dexterity. Do we get any skill proficiencies for athletics or acrobatics? I'm on an athletics. Oh, well, athletics if it's strength, acrobatics if it's dexterity. Should we go dexterity? Let's go dex. Let's do it. We're going dexterity with acrobatics proficiency if you have it. Okay. So oh I'll my you God. the DC of this is 14. What do you roll? 14. Okay. I rolled a two. I got a so 16. With... <laughs> so that's five in total. Okay. I did this many. Natural 20. Oh, very good. Very 19 good. on the okay. uh, water fairing check. Okay. So despite Constance's, um, you just sit down. You just you, you try to balance on the edge of the boat and wait, but you can't. And heavy you just, armor. And you it's are raining. And, and you know. Yeah. And I've yeah. had a really tough day. Still <laughs> on the back, kind of body just, you know when you see like feet rigidly planted, but body kind of like, wobbling around with the motion of the boat, but feet are firmly planted the whole time, mm. and just kind of just prodding stuff. And I look at Constance, I'm like, have you ever been on a boat before? Okay. So no. as, the, as the other three successfully navigate this boat through the rapids, Constance, you sit down heavily on the seat in the boat. Just mm -hmm. You just kind of give up. And looking over at the band, you see a magnificent white stag. Oh. And then well, it runs I'm... off into the woods. Okay. Does does, does I, that resonate with, with me as a symbol? Yeah, that's a very, very big part of Salamnic history. Okay. When Huma Dragonbane originally defeated Tarkesis, the Queen of Darkness, mm -hmm. in the other Dragon War, the first or the third or the second or something Dragon War, which I can't remember offhand, but yeah. a previous Dragon War, um, many thousands of years ago, Huma was led by a white stag. And he followed that white stag, which led him to where he was able to recover the dragon lances. Okay, I'm going to say to the the guys on the boat, I'm going to go. We, we need to pull pull the boat over. We need to pull the boat over. Oh, of course, of course, to the rest of them, that probably sounds ridiculous. But... We need to pull the boat over. There's there's a stag what? over there. That's nice. You're hungry. It's a, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, a white stag. It's a symbol. We need to we need to follow it. The last time 
you know, the wars with that. Do you not know your history of the wars? Look, I know bits and pieces and versions of everybody's history. It's... Well, we should we should pull over the boat. It's a symbol. We've had a day of symbols. We've had monsters turning to stone and we've had the magic necklace. If We need to pull over the side. We must follow okay, it. Okay, okay. On, on boats, we do the thing, everything by group consensus. So all those in favour of pulling over to chase the strange yes. white stag. <laughs> Thank you, Royce. Terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> I'm interested to see where the shiny lady's taken us with this one. So, in worst case scenario, Constance by strength. You want one round already? And jolt, jolt the boat towards the shore. So you're doing it. Yeah. Okay. By, by democracy, yes. By my okay. faith and by my honor, we need to follow this symbol. It will guide us to victory, Russ. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. I can't see anything that could possibly but go it, wrong. If she's wrong about this one, like she was about the last lot, then we know just to completely disregard her following any other symbols in the future, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she's got a point about the symbols. So, you pull over the boat to the edge. Mm -hmm. You are about halfway down the river towards Gateway. Okay. There's no one on the road at the moment. It's easiest to cross it. The white stag sort of ran through passes in the mountains towards the darkened wood on the other side. Can... I've got survival to like track it. You don't need to track it. It's standing on a bluff about a hundred oh. feet ahead of you, looking at you. I'm oh. gonna go to like cautiously approach That's a slight it. Problem. Yeah. No one else can see it. No. It's oh god, I'm going insane. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so I'm gonna be like there. Hang back. I'll I'll approach and I'll. I haven't realised they can't see it because I'm mm. stupid. And I'm just nice. gonna go to nice. approach it slowly. Nice. As you get within about yeah. 50 feet, it looks at you and then bounds off further through the pass towards the woods and stops about another 100, 150 feet away. And stands yeah. and looks back. I'll turn and look back and be like, it's leading us this way, come on. Of course, yes. But Constance, yes. Constance, how, how well do you know about animals? Uh, well, I had, we, we had the cat, as, as you know, growing up. Okay, let's just be trepidatious. I'm gonna while you follow it i'm gonna cut around the side okay yeah just to make sure this isn't trap number two <laughs> i don't think it's a trap it's a symbol it's it's guiding us animals don't tend to lie like people do sense of measure be like you're not seeing anything are you no no I mean, no it could, be, it could be magic i mean yeah to be fair Uncle Duran kept claiming that he could see that giant octopus and, you know, he never came back when he went to investigate. So he might have been onto something just because we couldn't see it. Yeah, he also might have tripped on a rock and cracked his head open, which could happen that, here. That's but, true. Royce, Royce, Royce. Oh, no, she, she tripped on a rock and cracked her head open. <laughs> Does she do this oh, often? No. Like, have you ever seen her start babbling about seemingly non-existent pale creatures? No, normally this is a uh, normally leading people into uh, danger is my specialty. Right. If, if I had to pick one out of the group to start hallucinating wildly, it wouldn't have been Constance, if I'm honest. That I mean, she seems very convicted about this. Just I'll check around the side to make sure this isn't like yeah, we, someone casting some illusion magic and we have a look. Stay with her to keep her safe. Kick ass if it's a trap, and if it's not, and it disappears into the nothing, then we just go back to the boat and carry on our way. Exactly. So, Royce, what are you doing by going along the side? Are you stealthing, or yeah. yes, I'm, I'm planning on stealthing and percepting. Okay. Let's do some of that then. All right, dice. You don't like me, and I don't like you. <laughs> Work with me. Beautiful. 
that was a, I've said it a lot today, a 21. Oh, okay. For, okay. for stealthing. The rest of you can't even see where Royce went. She's just like disappeared off into the, the edge of the pass. How is it we never, never see a leaf? Ever, ever. It's just, we, you think you get used to it by now, right? It's like Batman. Just like Uncle Daryl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, um, Royce can't see any sign of a trap. Or you can't see any sign of a stack either, to be fair. But um, you can't see any sign of a trap. There's no one else there. there. I'm following the stack. Constant. Some jog up. It's, it's right here. Okay. It's a symbol. Point from somewhere around your waist. Point to where the stag is. I will point to, to where it is. Okay, I'm going to put one hand kind of on your upper arm, which is a bit reach for me. I'm going to say, mm. either you're being possessed by madness, it's a vision from the gods, which I can attest is a thing, or it's an illusion that only you can see because there's nothing there. While Constance is distracted with Yanis doing this, can Magia, using like her Arcana skill, just see if there's anything that would indicate Constance is under the influence of a spell right now? Give it a go. Or spiced potatoes. Wisdom? Or um, yeah. yeah. I'd also allow insight as well for that as well. Um, I'll go with Arcana because I've got a proficiency in Arcana. If anything looks like spellcraft here, um, why do I keep rolling so bad? Eight. Mm, you've no idea. Not it's a just, clue. Mash is currently trying to like move brush around and inspect mm. and looks at Yanis. I'm like, Yanis, I know this may sound very strange, but a lot of things we've seen today have been very strange and different. I believe we have been brought here for a purpose. We have been given signs. Sometimes we cannot think our way out of situations. We just need to give our loyalty to our mission and our pledge. And I believe this is why we're meant to be here. So re the boat and the stag. Do you want us to leave the boat and follow the stag? Yes, I believe we should follow the stag. We can tie the boat up here and come back if we need to, but this is a symbol I cannot Royce, ignore. Royce, I'm going to call out to Royce. Yeah, and oh, just pop out. Yeah. yeah, how do you do that? Right, well, practice. Take a subordinate vote. We voted to leave the boat before we established the stag is illusionary or invisible, <laughs> sorry. Now let's take a vote on if we're going to follow the illusionary stag into the mountains and a point at the big foreboding mountain range on the other side. I mean... I've never seen Constance this determined uh, about something that no one else can see. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to side with her. I'm sorry. Thank you. Well, a trip up to the mountains. You are loyal to the end. Oh, it's going to take a while and the people following us think we're heading down add, the river. add a little bit more information before you make your decision. Okay. Dark and wood is supposed to be haunted. That's made up. Adger is not it. bothered about the haunting at all. She's had lots of stories of ghost ships and haunted ports and famously evil woods, town with beds. Not, not evil, haunted. Uh, There's a very one large two difference. Are often associated. It's safe to say. Oh come on, Yanis! How many stories of ghost ships have we heard and haunted vessels? Even that time we found one floating out on the sea, and it just turned out. There was a bit of a hole in the bottom and everyone had jumped ship. I, Not no, one single no. one of those turned out to be real. 
It was mice. That ship was crewed by mice. I believe it. Anyway, right. Fine, 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 fine. Let's go over the mountains into the very, very haunted wood. Yanis, if you have fear in your heart, know I am here to protect you. Thanks. <laughs> let's 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 follow the invisible stag. Plus, I can see it. There's it's over people here. following us are not going to try and track us into the mountains. They're going to expect us to be heading down the river or the road. And then, so, and they probably can't see the stag. Heads up, I'm going to say, I'm putting the amulet back on. If anything goes wrong, I want it between me and whatever is in the woods. All right, but tuck it under your shirt for now. We don't need that blue glowy thing attracting attention. You want to hop up? As your point to Yanis, like it's a long track. <laughs> it doesn't like without it looks looking at his feet, like, yeah, I want to hop up. <laughs> Magic will like get down <laughs> on one knee. I like to think that like the top of her backpack is packed very flat so that Yanis mm-hmm. can piggyback yeah. on it. Yeah. His, his legs do go either side of her, of her neck. <laughs> he holds onto the horns <laughs> like that. Yeah. Rests on them like that. It's <laughs> just all kinds That's of wrong. Great. Okay, so you follow Constance, who is following the uh, alleged white stag, which leads her through the mountain pass over a period of about three or four hours and into the darkness of Darkened Wood, the haunted wood where people fear to tread. And it is 10 o'clock, so it's time to call it for tonight. That is the end of today's session. You all gain one level before you enter Darkened Wood for next week. So you'll be going in at level two next week, which will help, I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you all very you much. We won't need it because everything's fine. Thank you. Um, would you all like to just like go through and just tell people where the, they can find you, what you're doing, and anything you want to plug, any, anything you want to say, really? Anything at all? Do you want to start, Jess? Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm Jess. So you can find me uh, on enworld.live where I do obviously this where we'll be uh, doing the show every tuesday every monday wherever you're watching this i also do the show not DD, um, and that's a show where i interview different indie tabletop rpg creators um about their games that are not dungeons and dragons um so if you're looking for a different system for whatever reason could make you feel that way <laughs> at the moment <laughs> i do a show all about that so that's every monday wherever you're watching this uh and you can also um Wherever you're watching this, on Fridays I do a show this week in Tabletop RPG, which is a summary of the week's news in three minutes, which I'm going to struggle with this week because, oh boy, a lot of mm. things have happened in Tabletop RPG news this week. Um, but yes, that's me. Okay. Uh, who'd like to go next? V? Uh, hi, I'm V. Um, I do many things in the Tabletop sphere, including playing and GMing and graphic design and writing and all of the stuff. Um, I'm not streaming regularly, but I do have a Twitch channel, which is the same as my Twitter, Tabletop Horde. Um, and right now I have two seats available in one of my private subscription games, which is uh, based in Ravenloft. So you can message me about that over on Twitter if you're interested. I'm working on a whole bunch of things, but I'm under NDA on all of them. So I can't <laughs> tell you what any of them are. But that um, makes them better. Yes. It means, it's more fun different. when I finally get to announce it and be like, yeah, I worked exactly. on this thing. But like in the lead up, it's just a lot of like, yeah, I'm really busy with things. Stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. It means you're like a double O agent, you see. Yeah. It kind of feels like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to Harry, let's go next. Hi, I'm Dare, pronouns she, they, fey. You can catch me on all parts of the interweb over at Dare to Dream RPG. That is D-A-R-E, the number two, D-R-E-A-M, RPG. 
I am a trans writer, editor, producer, musician, poet, yada, 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 yada. Uh, in terms of the big things, uh, you can catch me Saturday uh, over on Transplanter RPG. It is an all-trans D&D actual play podcast. We're in our final session, and or our final season, our final arc, and I'd really appreciate if people came out. Uh, besides that, I have a couple of things I'm working on, but I will not say no to more work. So do not hesitate to reach out to me for any sort of thing. Sorry, I apologize for my facial expressions there. My dog just started being weird. I, I yeah. heard the dog noise. I good. He <laughs> jumped on the couch, started looking out of the window and started whining. It's those haunted woods. It must be. It must be. Yeah. <laughs> he senses it. Okay, uh, finally, Jack. Hello. Hi, I am Jack, in case you didn't get that from the rest of the stream. Uh, I have the least to plug. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore Mullings, uh, where I post uh, relatively frequently about what I'm up to in terms of actory and performancy things. If by any chance you are a sums up casting director or someone who is looking for other spots in streams, um, I do do this kind of thing. And like, uh, I will not say no to more work. So please feel free to contact me on Twitter. Um, if you would like to see me performing in real life, I'm currently taking part in a touring show um, that is traveling to Lincoln, Exeter, Edinburgh, Oxford, Cambridge in the next two, three months. So if you would like to come along and watch that, it's a 1920s um, kind of themed uh, escape game slash theater show. So there are puzzles for the audience to take part in. That can be found if you Google wine escape. So give that a Google. I am in that if you want to come see it. But if not, um, I won't see you there. Thanks very much. That's me. All right. Uh, with that, I guess we're done. Thank you, everybody. It's been a blast. Can't wait yeah. for when we enter Dark and Warm. Same time next week. Right. Same, same stream channel, same stream time. Yeah.